gentlemen, this is Democracy Manifest. Excuse me, Mrs. Brinks? Yes, Nanette? Are you waiting to receive my limp podcast? But I'm going to take you guys on a journey, all right? It's an eight-step program. And the fuck we'll again. go figure. Yeah. So, first question. Are you over 18 years old? Yes. 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 Second, most characters look too realistic and some scenes are adults only. Can you handle it? Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. I still don't know what we're doing. Due to certain laws, depending on your location, you might have to reach level 10 before you see this content. Do you understand? That seems very weird. You need to play this game for X amount of time before you can... Before you're legally allowed to see the content. very strange. Anyway. So, yes. Oh, they've detected Chrome. Your browser's compatible. No download required. Alright. Choose your starting hero, Marguerite or Daenerys? Sorry? Marguerite or Daenerys? Who's your starting hero? Uh, The first Uh, one. I know their names from Game of Thrones, but I haven't ever watched it, so I don't know. So we've got first one, all right. Choose your game mode, solo or online? Online, of course. Online. Step seven's not even a step. Country detected. Australia. People in your country can play for free. And I like it how the the the, the Australian flag uh, didn't even load. It's just a picture of a broken JPEG. <laughs> Australian internet letting it out. Uh, let's have a look. What are they called? Raid Shadow Legends. What? What? This was a Raid Shadow Legends fucking... Oh, my God. What is Daenerys? So, there was an ad on one of the uh, news things we're looking at. It says, play this game for 60 seconds and see why everyone's addicted. And it... Is... is, is what about Raid Shadow Legends do I have to reach level 10 for it to be legal for me to observe? <laughs> Le- like, actual legal... Alright, uh, I'm somewhat insulted that you actually opened that game. You took it's, us- No, no, it's not even like, it has nothing here about Raid Shadow Legends. Like, if you, you, go- you hijacked this whole fucking opening to the podcast. This bit? With a, with, yeah, this whole bit is just a fucking Raid Shadow Legends advert. Mind you that we're not getting paid for, so why don't we shill something we actually fucking like? Fake like- Grand Order. No piece of shit. Yeah, Yeah. piece of shit. We don't like that game. Only you do. Uh, But apparently, it's It's better than the website. The website's apparently gotpcgame.com. Are you just going on sketchy websites to play flash games? Yeah, I I saw how do we protect this data? We regularly lead malware scans. We regularly lead malware scans. All right. Hi everyone and welcome to uh, SV Cheats One Game uh, Gaming Podcast, quote when, unquote. When we're here, yeah, fucking, yeah, we haven't done this in what like two to three months, and weeks. we immediately weeks, two to three weeks, and we immediately come back with a fucking rage. Well, Shadow Legends. We're, we're we're cutting down on like the podcast stuff just so we can get those series out of the way. Now we can go back to our regularly scheduled shit because mm. well, we may have, we may have, 
Well, we've got most of them out of the way. We still have like uh, two. We one. have two. We have one more to get. Uh, we have technical issues, and I need to replay through a game. And I'm not yes. happy about it. That's why we. That's what, mm, you still have to do that. I know. <laughs> and the longer I put it off, the faster I need to do it. Yeah. But yes. So uh, hi, I'm Chris, and with me I have. It's me, Alex, and with us we have. Jaden. I am here too. You're always here. Well, kind of. You are. No, you're no, here, not. but you're not. It's the only way to go. No, I, anyway. I am actually here and paying attention when I'm here. <laughs> it's just, that's like the most open-ended, like when I'm here, I'm actually no, here. No, I, but I mean when I'm not podca- here. In, when I'm actually able to be here because I missed a few podcasts. I mean, there was reason for that, but I still did it. Yeah. Well, that's fine. Anyway, it's been a doozy of a time. It's been too We've all long. been quite busy. We've all been quite busy with our stuff. Alex, what have you been busy with over the past, since the last we talked about this? Um, I was good thing I opened up my recents on Steam. So <laughs> I've um, been playing Satisfactory. Hmm. So that's the, a, uh, the ADHD fueled game about making shit work. Yeah, it's 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 an ADHD fueled game about making shit the most optimized ever. I never thought I could have this much fun with fucking long division, but hey, long division, long division, yeah, long division. It's long because, division because it's all like yeah. So like all like say like you're mining a node. Like, you put a miner on a node, the node automatically mines it, and oh, it right, produces that. resources at, like, 60, uh, 60 items per minute. So, obviously, mm-hmm. you want to cut that down into... Well, RPM, yeah. Put into a into a smelter, that is 30 items per minute. So, you divide the 60 into 30 by putting a splitter on it, which is divides by two. So, then mm-hmm. you have two smelters both getting 30 per minute from a 60 per minute node. That's and not long has- division, though. That's just division. Well, yeah, it's division, but you're doing it over a long distance. <laughs> okay, okay. So it's not long division in the sense the division's long. It's like, no, it's just, it's it's a long stretch that it has to go yeah. through. Because if eventually, like, you'll get nodes that are, like, 120 items per minute, and then you got to divide that down across, like, a lot of fucking things, which is great because I've got an... We've got our ADHD friend, Briar, that I just drag into games with me and just sort of throw him at problems what do you mean all right so here's a little small peek behind the veil uh briar drags you briar comes to his yeah, discord it's, it and it's like the opposite way yeah when 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 satisfactory yeah that's yeah when, that's more it yeah and he comes and like, drags me into satisfactory because he wants someone to play with and then you drag josh into satisfactory then i drag josh into satisfactory just because some yeah. i want someone to be able to do more leg work like oh yeah, me- yeah, sure. Not to share the fucking burden <laughs> that is Briar's like overproductive mind working everything to death. Oh, that's that's exactly what I mean by share the legwork. Because <laughs> Briar, Briar, like is like amazing at those games. But yeah. fuck, but man, too like amazing I, at those games. Yeah, I look at it and I'm like, dude, like I would have been like, I built a suit and now I am done. It's essentially what I did with, like, Minecraft when, like, I played Minecraft with a whole bunch of people. It was like, oh, we had a, a mod called Feed the Beast. And uh, the mod basically opens up so much more science shit. And you can build power armor. 
I'm like, fuck yeah. So I mined for fucking ages and stole a lot of resources from everyone else. <laughs> and once I built my like suit, it, that was it. Like you could mine with like a single like fucking click. You can mine anything with a single click. Uh, you could fly, uh, you're stronger and lots of stuff. And I was like, I'm done. That's it. Nothing more. Don't want to build an elaborate house. Don't want to do this. I just want to build a suit. And you then your uh, own personal end game and that was it for you. Yeah, and then, like, I'm glad I left at that point because the other people were still playing it. And uh, one of them built, like, a force field over his house. Mm-hmm. And so no one can come in and steal his shit. But it was, like, a decently sized force field. And then, without telling anyone, he managed to make it grow and managed to make it grow by itself. So the force field just kept growing and growing and growing until the no. server crashed because it occupied too much space. Ah, perfect. <laughs> and then, like, what was it the other time we played Minecraft? Briar is just like, I'm a builder's farming device. And that side of the world was just gone. Yeah, you weren't allowed to go yeah. anywhere near it because you'd lag out the game, right? You'd lag out and it would crash the server. Yep. That, as long that as sounds no like one... a Briar thing. As, as long as no one bared witness to whatever happened over there, <laughs> the server was fine. He's too smart for his own good. He needs to be taken out. Well, it's, like, it's, it's not he's too smart for his own good. It's just that his brain is built for just singly focusing. Min-maxing. Yeah, min-maxing. His brain's built for min-maxing. So his brain's just like, I need I mean, to he's do... He's also the... pretty smart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That too. But it's like the game is not prepared for people like briar yeah it's just the game is built like briar, but it, it's designed but when people like briar play the game they've uh, like you cannot accurately estimate the the people like with briar's situation the people making the game cannot correctly estimate what briar is going to do they think <laughs> oh this should be enough and it's not enough it's super not enough. There's yeah. like, hey, if, we built this thing. If and there then- was a way for Briar to make his own name beneficial to him in some capacity, he would do it. Because like, I mean, that works in speedruns. That's why like when you see a lot of people speedrun old games with like subtitle text you got to mash through, they always use like Japanese or they Chinese set because it to Japanese because yeah. um it goes there's less symbols, the there's less characters on there. Yeah. yeah. And that's literally like it. It's it's beneficial just to have less characters on screen because you can just like fucking smash through it quite faster. Yeah. But Briar would obviously be like, man, Briar's a bit too long. Like it's probably taking me a fraction of a fraction of a second to load the R. So what about <laughs> Briar? Well, I can I can make Briar still yeah. still functional just, just without be, the R. Be. It just be. Bruh. how can I make bruh, bruh. 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 like it would just I can just imagine it would get to a point where it's just an exclamation point it's just yeah. one exclamation point it's like yeah. what's so that that, was, that was one of the games I got into this week was uh, being dragged into satisfactory without coke fiend of a friend mm-hmm. uh, Destiny 2 uh, started its new season yes and that's we're, what we're all been... on that except Jaden mm. hello yeah, don't except... you have Destiny 2 Jaden I Everyone do. I just never got free. into it. I'm just like, yeah. Because I remember. I tried a few became... times. Like, I've got five hours in the game. 
yeah mm. that's that's an honest attempt because like yeah i remember we tried to run through the campaign before it was even like free to play because i got it for like i think 15 bucks when it was still like 60 and i'm like fuck yeah i can deal with this and i wanted to get through the campaign and now like i'm still like super interested in like the campaign and story stuff but now it's just like the grind yeah I'm, I'm at the grind part because i got the season pass as well mm. as well as the new dlc which comes out in september which i'm super interested in i want to see what the fuck the darkness actually is it better not be like ghosts it's i don't hive. want well it better not like i love the hive Hive's my favorite faction in um destiny mm. because i'm a big fan of that sort of uh sort of biological yet like mechanical infestational kind of infestational people like uh, yeah. like the zerg and starcraft the, the flood, flood and halo yeah um what else is there so 40k tyranids Fli- tyranids yep yep and well something else there was another one which i'm like fuck yeah that's pretty cool i can't come up the top of my head but yeah those are the three main examples like the tyranids the hive the flood and uh the zerg they're my favorite things but i like i i don't want more hive i want something more like flesh with machine like the vex are pure machine uh the hive uh that's the one thing i was looking at like some pictures of like hive units and i don't know what's like a part of them or what's actual armor like what's what's something they've attached to them for defense and what is actually something oh, that grows that. on them so it's all it's, it's all, all organic organic all right because i'm looking at organic. this i'm like like oryx's face like it looks like he's wearing a helmet of sorts around his head but it it no it he grew does... the helmet yeah i know well now yeah. i know when well, i looked into yeah, it but he grew the helmet He's like, I was looking at like a Destiny 2 lost or not Destiny 2, Destiny in general lore stuff and like looking, like listening to it, like some guy made like a four hour video and I'm listening to it and it all starts with, you know, Oryx and the darkness and the, the worm gods and that sort of stuff. I'm like, this is fucking sick. And then it's just like, oh, here's how the Awoken became to be. Here's how Exos came to be. And here's like you know the battle of the six towers and i was like wow this is this bores me get me back to more darkness and hive shit like i don't like at the same time i'm sitting here going like because they were in this law video they're talking about like the battle of six towers where like they were they were defending six towers uh in the last city and they won i think it was um it was fallen, fallen versus houses. titans fallen versus titans and not one tower fell and, and then they called it the bow the battle of six towers and i'm sitting there going that is the most unimaginative shit i've ever heard well it's the titans that fought the battle of six towers right the fucking crayon eaters aren't gonna know what to call <laughs> stuff to make it cool yeah no but i'm sitting there, i'm sitting there going like the battle of six towers and then it's just like the battle and then it, it, it there is like two there is like a like a spectrum mm. not a spectrum mm. there is a graph and at the a start graph. of it it's at the start of this graph like a line graph at start of graph is too cringy and at the end of it is too simplistic so and then mm. like 
Destiny have no in between. It's either like the everything's named after a metal band or what a metal band would call themselves, or everything is exactly what it is. So it's like the Battle of Six Towers and then like the Destroyer of Truths or the Pit of Infestation or shit like that. And then it's just like, there's nothing like that I see that I'm like, that's cool. That's a cool name. It's either the Battle of uh, fucking... The Battle of uh, Jenny's Lawn and fucking, you know, the Infestation Maggot Pit. And it's like, oh man, they, they they can't get it right. I haven't seen one name which I'm like, actually no, I have seen one name which I'm like, that's that's fairly cool. Like, not like, oh my god, that's fucking awesome. It's like oh, that's 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 nice. And that's the a lost sector called the Carrion Pit. And I'm like, that's that's right. It's it's not enough to be a metal band name. But it's not cringy enough as well. It's just the carrying pit. I'm like, okay, that's fair enough. Yeah. But, sort of like, yeah. Yeah, you, said you didn't play Destiny 1. I played a very little of it and just didn't pick it up. Yeah, so there's the, there's the, uh, there's Venus. So the whole area on Venus is called the Ishtar Sink. Mm hmm. Yeah. Uh, is that, yeah. Don't get me started on Ishtar. <laughs> yeah, so in the Ishtar Sink, there was the Vault of Glass. Mm hmm. Yeah, so that's, that was sort of it. And that's the hex, the hex, the vex, the vex raid. Yeah, yeah. The the good, the one of one of Destiny's best raids was the Vault of Glass. What makes it so good? Because uh, I saw it and I'm like, it's it's alright. <laughs> you can't. You don't I, get. You don't get why it's so loved. Yeah, because like yeah. I've seen it. Like I can. The only way I can see it being so loved is because it was like the first raid. No, if if it was, if it wasn't, it doesn't matter if it was the first raid or not. If it was shit, people would call it shit. But the reason it's good is because it's it blends the mechanics of vanilla Destiny really well as like a proper test of skill on the player's mm -hmm. behalf. And I wouldn't like say I wouldn't say so much to test of skill. It's more of like a test of intelligence because yeah they are De destiny is fucking complex with this puzzle shit yeah like like i saw a video on how people figured out the black armory thing mm -hmm. and it's like oh you need to jump uh while aiming down only a bow crosshair at the monitor and shoot like a specific symbol in correlation to this that and everything else while also fucking fingering your next door neighbor uh, all at once and i heard it was like the most controversial as well because before they even finished the entire puzzle they just released the black armory anyway what so it's like the black arm like the whole thing was meant to be like a puzzle sort of thing for the black oh, armory to unlock the black armory and then they just yeah. went you're taking too long and release the black armory yeah, yeah. Well, i don't think they went taking too long there's like they'll by the sounds of it they're planning to release it anyway yeah but they had a release date in mind and people were just taking too long no, they yeah, well that. they had a release date in mind they just didn't tell anyone there was a release date yeah so that's why it's like hey cool that's a uh, and all these people like fucking working hard just trying to figure out this puzzle and 
there is a lot of complicated steps in it which like requires a lot of brute forcing and mm. once they've done it it's like your reward is nothing your reward is absolutely nothing why because what your reward would have been is already out and that's what pissed a lot of people off it's like what the fuck it's like yeah, that other I, that makes sense it's like i heard another i had another like massive puzzle that required like infinite doorways or shit like that and all it was was an advertisement for the new season like it was literally just an advertisement like they they beat the puzzle and it's like oh you've done this complicated puzzle thing that's cool pre-order now <laughs> like fucking what that's that's got to be a massive slap in the face of the people who did that because yeah like i saw it and it's like okay and people got like really pissed off but at the same time i i feel like it's not so much the end result of what happens like the end result is definitely like the carrot on the stick but people just enjoy that kind of stuff of just figuring out what the fuck's going on. Yeah. Well, I'd... I've always kind of wanted to get into an MMO, it, but the problems are, A, I don't really have money to pay a subscription. Mm. B, there are very little with servers in Australia, and mm. I don't like Destiny. So... <laughs> That's the thing. It's like, yeah. You're pretty limited like i i i dislike mrpgs but i do enjoy final fantasy 14 and destiny it's like i don't know that's like the the regular like the your world of warcraft and all that sort of grind it's like hey do this like i think it's the reason why i like those two in particular because Final Fantasy fourteen, I like its setting, I like its theming, I like all that sort of stuff. Mm. Uh, and Destiny is... I like the first-person shooting aspect. Like, the grinding and all that sort of stuff is fine for those two because they have something I enjoy, like, on top of what it is. So I don't yeah, mind, right. you know, going around stuff, especially with Destiny, you can, like... Like, when you're using like for final fantasy 14 it's not like this is why i haven't like picked up my final fantasy 14 subscription back uh but like when you get a new item it's just bigger numbers that's it mm. like just number numbers go big but with destiny you get to experience like you pick up a weapon and most weapons are kind of like each other but the weapons that you're like really grinding for have a unique aspect to them that which changes feels different to use yeah. as a shooter exactly it feels different it looks different well, obviously they're gonna look different but like it has an aspect which cannot be gotten anywhere else which changes it like uh we recently got a grenade launcher that uh the anarchy which basically puts down a whole bunch of uh kind of like trip trip mines they are trip mine it, grenades yeah trip mine grenades and, and they're all attached to each other and you know no other grenade launcher does that as well as i got the prospector grenade launcher which is a grenade launcher but if you hold the fire button down it goes full auto <laughs> it's a full well, auto grenade launcher mind you there's also like, the uh the colony what's the colony uh, the colony is a grenade launcher that instead of shooting grenades it shoots sentient bugs that run around and explode whenever they touch enemies oh it's like yeah with out, um, outbreak 
Outbreak yep. is a uh, burst fire rifle, which if you hit a crit, there's a good ch- there's a chance that some uh, some uh, I would say that thing is called like a parasite bites or whatever they are like Siva. It spawns Siva drones. Yeah, small like drones that attack enemies nearby. Yeah, so and no other like weapon technology. does that. Yeah, huh. so like it's cool stuff, and the the gun I'm like very like the one thing i do hate about destiny 2 is the multiplayer aspect like i don't hate it per se i just hate how some to get some stuff you some have to do to be locked behind the pvp modes yeah, yeah you have to do pvp in order like for example the recluse the recluse is a submachine gun so my preferred weapons in destiny are submachine guns assault rifles shotguns and light machine guns and they're the only ones i really care about but like the recluse is one of the best submachine guns at the moment which is getting sunsetted soon but to get it you need to get a certain rank in competitive multiplayer as well as win like a hundred matches of competitive multiplayer like it's i feel like that it was made so it would be an overtime progression rather than people trying to grind it out yeah. but there's a gun called the fawn a handgun which i'm after which like aesthetically looks fucking amazing and its unique ability is it does poison damage over time and for me to get that gun now i need to like kill hundreds of people in pvp using void weapons and like if you use void hand cannons then uh, you get uh like more progress towards it or if you use void weapons in general you get some towards it and like i did like a fuck ton of pvp and i only got like 25 percent of the way through and i'm sitting going how much fucking longer like it almost makes me not want to get it yeah because it's just you need to do a bunch of stuff that you don't really care about and it's like one of the most powerful shotguns in the game right now is a chaperone but you need to reach like valor rank 2000 and then reset it to start the quest it took me a week to get the fucking chaperone and i am glad that i will never have to do that again and the worst the worst part and about that was like Jesse, a week of hardcore playing that was just a like week of me getting it. up playing pvp and then going to bed yes yeah, so you were grinding for it i was 100 really, grinding really for the hard. fucking chaperone because the chaperone is the only lever action shotgun in the game and lever action shotguns are my shit See, like, there's a shotgun I've got, which is essentially like a hive shotgun, and it's a slug shotgun, and it does fucking mad damage. Like, it's not a fancy weapon; it's just that they buffed um, slug shotguns in PVE. Uh, P- yeah, PVE. In PVE, yeah. Yeah, it's a I don't care. I don't care. F- I don't care for like PVP weapons. Just yeah. give me the PVE stuff. And um, yeah, it's like a uh, one shot close up with this shotgun did like 38k damage just one mm. and i was like holy shit like that was beating like uh whisper of the worm sniper rifle in terms of like damage and it's not even a, like an exotic rifle it's just a legendary uh it's not even a exotic shot uh exotic it's a legendary shotgun which is like mm. a step below it and the, these weapons are fucking great but the worst part about destiny 2 is having to do pvp stuff and you go up against for pve weapons and you go up against people who only play pvp 
who don't play pve at all they just play destiny for pve a pvp the, the sweatiest and they are sweaty as fuck i'm sitting it's like dude i just want some kills like i'm not gonna fucking i'm not gonna sit here and try and like get good and stuff i'm just gonna pick off whatever the fuck i don't i don't care so much but there are people that are like fucking dancing around bullets fucking sliding casting like they are like it's like they were born to play pvp and they only play destiny for pvp and it makes the destiny pvp stuff just almost intolerable because someone who's not that invested in destiny pvp has to work like super hard just to get like not even just super hard but i have to work longer because i'm not winning these games against these straight up killers just to get like a weapon that i want for pve and sitting here it's like man like this I makes wish... life really fucking awkward for me because that's not what I uh, focus on and mm. I'm not the best at it and you're making me do it. Yeah, but then you, well, go like... you take those PvP-only players into a raid and they are the most uncoordinated bunch of children you will ever see. Yeah, it doesn't they matter. Because the concept care. of standing on a fucking platform is so alien to them, they, they just lose it. Yeah, like, they, they, they're not so much teamwork per se it's just more of them doing pvp stuff like i was watching this youtuber and he was like oh man they're taking these these guys are taking me on on this raid i'm doing this raid for the first time and it's like that's pretty cool that sort of stuff and that these people are just making fun of this youtuber because <laughs> he's just that fucking like him doing like the raids is, a is is essentially a fish out of water even though they're in with like within the same game like yeah, if he does nothing but pve you would think experience yeah and it's like i can't fucking do this i can't do that and it's like fucking bitch baby pvp motherfucker just get good <laughs> and it's like oh man i'm just I'm gonna just go back to PvP and stuff like, like literally, and it's like, yeah, I only do PvP, and I'm sitting there going, oh my god, like no wonder why he's so shit at raids is because like he just does PvP, and you would think like, oh, if he only does PvP, his accuracy be great. It's like, yeah, that doesn't matter when you're up against like hordes of enemies. Your accuracy can be outstanding, but you need to kill hordes of enemies, and that concept to them is just overwhelming. Like, it just rattles their peanut brain. It's like, what the fuck am I doing? How, like, there's more of them. I shoot one and there's more coming at me. I gotta reload. Oh, I'm dead. And it's like, like that kind of thing. I'm sitting there just going like, it's not a con hard concept to grasp. Just kill them. They, they can't grasp co uh, target priority. That's I think the one thing they struggle it's, with. It's because in PvP, everything has the sort of same target priority. It's like, if it's an enemy, kill it. If it's an ally, don't kill it yeah like there's there's no like oh you need to like you need to focus down the wizard while avoiding the drag or while avoiding the thralls because the wizard is going to do the most damage to you mm. like thralls are easy you just double jump to avoid them so the wizard is obviously like a priority target but the pvp players will target the closest thing to them like a stupid fucking bot and then get murked by the wizard because the wizard is hanging back and not running right at them yeah and it's like it's just so interesting to see someone who's like who's by all means like great in pvp seeing his pvp stuff like he's like really accurate he's you know top of the leaderboard all the time 
and then does like a single raid and just gets shat on like super hard like well i mean it's and and it's they are within the same game yet. yeah it's a, it's a different atmosphere but the play style is only like differentiating from the others based on the enemies the enemies are no longer players they're just hordes of enemies all with like well, exactly. small it's mechanics a, it's a different skill set raid the raids are more like traditional mmos where you need to run the raid mechanics properly hmm. and, and that's another thing like, like yeah you got raid mechanics and, and puzzles like and stuff yeah. like that so you you got to be able to learn know how to do proper target priority when it comes to unique types of enemies while also running the raids mechanic at the exact same time like seeing pvp people like they they would need i can't imagine anyone from pvp going into a raid uh at least with like only some information they would need someone to handhold them the fuck the entire way through and like especially seeing this guy like just pull out like exotics from the raid just like oh yeah i got this gun never gonna fucking use it because <laughs> it's not meta so fucking it's not a it's... good pvp gun yeah yeah i was like they are literally these people only play i'd say like a fourth of the game less than that but i mean it's a free game and if they're having fun doing it then huh, hmm. fuck it yeah it's thing it's a free game S- something something well, i didn't really want them to bring back yeah and they haven't brought it back in destiny 2 ever because it only appeared in destiny 1 and i really want them to bring it the fuck back sparrow racing Oh, I mean, that was... We did some sp- sort of Sparrow racing in one of those raids. No, that fucking... Un- the Scourge of the, the Past raid does not count as a fucking Sparrow race. It's not Sparrow racing, but it's quite fun. That is that is a 100% rat race. A Sparrow race is like, take that, but then take the death mechanic uh, fucking boss out the arse end of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, create a couple of laps. Definitely, like, space it out a lot more. And just... That, that's, that's sort of what Sparrow racing kind of is, like... So it's essentially, really just funny. wait for Halo Three Forge. Yeah, just just <laughs> wait for Halo Three Forge. But yes, because um, in one of the rage scourge of the past is basically you have to race to the end of these uh, like tunnels per se, while also being tailed by an undefeatable boss that will kill you if it gets too close. Yep, it'll roast you alive. It roasts you alive, and it's quite fun. It's also kind of intense. It's like, oh, fuck. Because you you got obstacles. You got obstacles and shit to go through. Like, there'll be, like, a sort of um, rotating door that you need to thread a sort of needle through, just get through. And if you fucking don't get that, don't get through, and then you kind of have to wait for the door to open again. And then, oh, man, it's just fucking intense. Yeah. And then they they put mechanics inside that race. Like, all right, here are all these secret buttons that you need to press. Yeah, to unlock the, uh, to unlock a chest in order to get a chance at a sparrow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but like fucking people over in that is very easy because I do it all the time. Oh, yeah. You just need to be near someone. It's like, no, I'm no, no, going to no, no, use no. this like, door. You could, it, depending on the sparrow you use is depending on whether you can fuck people over. Because like, you saw Lachlan was using like that tiny, tiny sparrow. Yeah, right? that, that cute yeah. little thing. Yeah. The, the cute little thing, yeah. But my sparrow is fucking ginormous, so I knock you shitters out of the way. Yeah. I kind of want that as well. Like, I have a sparrow on my Titan account, which I'm sad I can't carry over. You sure? Yeah. It should be in your collection. It's not. Did you like, look in the correct season for the Sparrow? 
wait so i have to oh, oh okay yeah i'll fucking have a look at that because i didn't look at my collections i i thought like it would have been in sort of inf- my sparrow inventory no no it's in your collection so you gotta go to your collections and then you gotta go to the sparrow part of your collections and then just resummon it yeah then i'm gonna yeah. do that because yeah, i have like a high you also sparrow need, like you're also gonna need to look at what season it's from because all everything's like split up into seasons so you can look at which thing is from which season mm. well i yeah. bought it from the eververse with bright dust so i'll yeah. have a quick hunt for it but yeah like there's a sparrow and some ships that i want yeah which i can I'll get because right now i have this li- i have a ship right now that looks like a fly like a small house fly and i was like this looks fucking ugly i love it i'm going to paint it the most ugliest color <laughs> i can find which is so like you got, a you got rid of your pink. brick ship oh you're one of those people it's it's bright pink and white and it's the most ugliest thing ever it's fantastic you said you got rid of your brick ship then yeah i got it i got it from a drop or some shit mm. i think i got it from um you got it from that one of the angrams match you were forced to play no it was an angram uh i got from the uh season pass Ah, oh, one of those uh mononic mnemonic Mon- yeah something like that yeah. something like that yeah, yeah destiny 2 is quite fun like i'm really enjoying it but i can't imagine it being fun without friends like if you're getting into destiny then i feel if you want to get into destiny you need to do it with friends yeah and then I, branch I, I off. tried today to go on and like grind out some of the last weekly objectives on my warlock and i'm like man this would be so much so much more fun if i actually had people here because i mean ma- like matching the games with randoms and i'm like it's so fucking boring I mean, like, because I've been doing that for the past couple of nights where I'm like, I can't get to sleep. I'll just go do some, like, Destiny stuff. And I'll do some Destiny stuff solo. But, like, the initial phase of Destiny, I feel you need friends to make it, to get you involved at least first before you can go on your way. Whereas, like, where I see something like Warframe, Warframe, I feel, needs constant hand-holding. It needs constant friend activity throughout the entirety yeah. of the game well like, Warf- warframe is the same as destiny it's it's boring if you play it by yourself but if you've got a friend with you then like it, it makes it a lot more interesting because not only are you doing your own things you're also doing things that your friend wants to do mm. so it's sort of like you're queuing it doesn't feel like you're just constantly grinding because you're doing something that someone else wants to do and their their sort of company just really helps like lessen the uh lessen the effect of the grind Mm. yeah so like whenever whenever josh and i go play warframe it's like we're always we're always doing something even though we're grinding towards the fucking i think it's called like the night wave like it, it's still it's still something that we're doing together and that's what makes it enjoyable that's what makes it fun it makes it bearable at times yes bearable is definitely a word <laughs> that i would use to describe warframe at certain times but yeah I'm, I'm really looking forward to the new season of uh destiny to the uh what is it called beyond light yeah beyond light because i did see like I'm, someone I'm actually did... i'm actually gonna go pick up beyond light tomorrow i already but, got it yeah i've been telling myself i'll go get it like for the past week and i never actually eventually because that that's sort of prime evil i i really dig yeah i don't dig like the fallen uh the taken are pretty cool mm. But like the fallen, the vex, it's like eh, it's 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 all right. Like who was the big bad in Destiny One? Like basic, uh, like the the vanilla story. Yeah, I I legit don't fucking remember. 
<laughs> that's, was that's, the Destiny that's... story that good, Alex? Because uh, it was like the Destiny story was all over the place. Like, cause like it started off like, oh, you've just been reborn. Quick, go fight the fallen. Okay, now that the fallen done, quick, go fight the vex. Now that the vex are done, quick, go fight the cabal. Now that the cabal are done, quick, go fight the hive. It's like to me the destiny. Like I got Destiny One like th at the very last second where it could be considered like year one, and that's when right. um and like just a few days after that, the uh the dark below dropped. So for me my destiny one experience was both the, the vanilla and the dark below combined so like to me destiny one ended with uh, the raid on crota mm. like descending into the hell mouth well, that's, and that's, doing that that was that was uh, my destiny one well that's the thing i kind of like i understand with some aspects of it is because everyone says like the taking king is what like the best part about destiny one Oh yeah, it is one, and that is Oryx, like the original evil. Like he is almost as old as the dark itself, but even then, like he had like the worm gods and shit like that. Yeah. To which is there's one gripe I'm having with Destiny Two right now. I'll explain the bit, but like is, is that is that Zol? Zol, yes, it's Zol. Now, um, yeah. so yeah, like Oryx is like effectively like he wields the darkness as gay yeah. as that sounds um well but, we, like the guardians wield the light so yeah but can't they just say they wield the dark uh yeah i suppose darkness like, darkness sounds so shit even really though it's just does. like a few extra letters on top of dark it sounds so fucking like edgy 14 year old this is the first story they've ever written sort of shit yeah it's like yeah. the darkness like fucking every single time i think of the darkness it's like oh kingdom hearts Darkness, <laughs> fill your soul with light. But Are yeah, like heartless? um, not the darkness. Yeah, no, 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 they're the darkness as well. The darkness as well. All right, fuck. Yeah. All right. Um, but yeah, like uh, in destiny confirmed. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So like uh, the taking king, which focused on Oryx, is like he's like an actual like evil. He's not just like the vex, which was just like busy doing their their busy living, and then uh because of fucking oryx's sister they like to fuck uh, i think it was oryx's sister or daughter oryx had two daughters or two sisters that twin sisters and uh um they basically fuck they, they could fuck with rifts in reality so mm -hmm. uh, crota is all like hey i want to see if i can do that and fuck with rifts of reality and he could and then the sisters sabotaged his shit so the rift he opened brought the vex through oh well, and the vex so, yeah and and uh, honestly those i can't remember if they're daughters or sisters but they're shits and i'm, I'm surprised no one's killed in the family no one's killed him yet because they fucked they fucked up people twice <laughs> um well they are they are dead now the guardians have killed them mm. but it's like um because another thing they do is uh how i think oryx has like you know how they have like their own throne room which is it it's not in reality it's in a like a the metaphys realm yeah the ascended realm i mean yeah. i don't because i've never played uh the 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 two the two i'm gonna call them sluts two sluts sabotaged that as well and brought the uh the ascended realm into the physical world and that's what the dreadnought is yeah and it's like that's not supposed to happen and in fact 
it's so not supposed to happen it's like it's almost paradoxical but because oryx is that much of a fucking badass he was he could he could use this he could work he's like i can work with this <laughs> it was meant to fuck him over and he's like i guess i'll this fucking is, this is not happening no 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 we can deal with this we, Don't worry. This is, yeah. we got this guys. like yeah but the sister's like just sabotaging everyone and that's like especially when a crota fuck with the rift in reality and brought the vex through he's he was punished for it he was like all right you you're gonna get shoved into this portal with the vex uh either come back or don't come don't come back at all come back stronger or don't come back yeah and the, the sisters like the two sluts are like giggling in a fucking corner <laughs> it's like yeah, it that's, wasn't that's his fault how like the darkness operates on its logic so there are there are two logics the sword in, logic and yeah, the something sword logic else. and the bomb logic so the, they mainly focus on the sword logic yeah so like for and, those who don't know the sword logic is consume others to increase your own strength hmm. the bomb logic is a lot of weak people make make strength yeah, there's and strength in the, the pack. Guardian, yeah, so effectively, the there's are. there's strength in numbers and there's strength, strength in sacrifice. In sacrifice, uh, yeah. In sacrifice yeah. yeah. But it's so like, um, but yeah, it's like, so they follow the sword logic, and Crotus is just like, yeah, okay, well, I guess I have to fucking defeat this Vex world shit and then come back stronger. And so that's how that Vex came through. But like Crota and Oryx are like evil like they are the definition of evil but like the vex are just a, a technological race that likes assimilating uh the fallen uh are jealous of the guardians because they now wield the light when they believe they should uh the taken yep. they're an enemy because of oryx yeah oryx or they're takes. oryx's army yeah so that's why he's called the taken taking king because he because can he take takes. life yeah, yeah. And what other enemies are there? Uh, There's the Hive, which serve Oryx. Yeah. And the Worm but, Gods. Like, Oryx is like... Every, almost everything, <laughs> everything comes back comes to back him. Everything comes back to Oryx. Except for the Cabal. Where Except the for only, the Cabal. The but only no one... interaction that Oryx had with the Cabal is when he appeared in the system, the Cabal saw him as a threat, Cabal High Command said, we need a beachhead on the Dreadnought, and they decided to crash a ship into it and go, here's your beachhead. <laughs> Yeah, the cabal. I think is fucking. Did it work? Yes, they. It, they like it got it. The cabal was such a threat to Oryx. It actually got to the point where the guardians had to step in, because like if the cabal, there were three Bond brothers on that ship. Oryx took one of them, and the cabal don't know how fucking taking shit works. So they go, <laughs> we're gonna put bombs on the dreadnought's main reactor, and then we'll threaten Oryx for him to give us back our brother, or we'll detonate it. <laughs> Oryx is already dead. Their brother is dead. They don't know about this. The Guardians have to go in and disarm this fucking bomb uh-huh. because if it explodes, it's going to take the whole solar system with it. Yeah, it's going to take soul with it. But right. um, so so there's some important details that they seem to be lacking. The, yeah. uh, the Cabal's logic, I think, is like quite stupid. It's like we never lost a war because we don't get to come back unless we do, unless we win. Yeah. And it's like, so they've always won. And yeah, they've like, always won because the losses aren't recorded. Yeah, well, that's what I'm assuming. It's like, they don't come, they're not allowed to come back. They're, they're essentially exiled until they win. And if yeah. they win, then... Then they're then allowed back. fucking, oh man, you guys... Yeah, so no survivor yeah, has d- lost a yeah. war. 
Yeah. <laughs> Keyword survivor. Yeah. But um, so the, the cabal's the cabal's oh, exit shit. strategy is you didn't win. Yeah, no, you motherfuckers won. It's just because yeah. their last their last season's exit strategy was okay. So the red war failed. We're gonna take the Almighty, set it on a collision course with the last city, and then flip everyone off as it falls, as it crashes into the traveler. Yeah, just stand on the fucking the yeah. front of the ship, just giving everyone the finger. Yeah, and, and then, then like the Guardians Rasputin woke up Rasputin, and Rasputin's like, "Okay, this isn't happening." <laughs> Wait a minute, this wasn't supposed to happen. Mm. But mm. like, as I say, like everything goes back to Oryx. Like, well, not or not everything, but most of the enemies and the evil of like the the bad part of destiny goes back to oryx and then now we're going back to what oryx went back to so it's like we're going further to what made oryx to what made oryx the way he is like the darkness and that i think is like really fucking cool because mm-hmm. oryx's uh origins was he was so i can't remember what they used to call but they basically lived on a planet that was a gas giant and how continents were formed was because this planet was so big it would literally draw other planets into it and they would just crash into the planet creating continents huh and well, what do you know there's these race called i think the krill and they live to like a ripe age of at least like eight to nine years yeah and uh Right, so and, but except the women, the women, the women live longer, for some unknown reason. It's just like the king of the krill uh, has three daughters. Can't remember the names because they're like Kaflabafu, uh, Sabafura, and and um, they they are the daughters of this king, and then they basically talk to the worm gods, and they're basically like, "Hey, worm gods, can we have power?" all right, cool, you're now Oryx, and you're now this, that, and everything else. So, like, they had this power. It's like, these worm gods, like, like gods. And then you have the uh, Warmind DLC. Is it the Warmind? Was it the Warmind? I think it's I the Warmind, but it's a DLC in Destiny 2, which you end up fighting one of those worm gods called Zol, the, the voice of thousands, or... A thousand voices or something like that he's, he's one of the worm voices. gods like yeah. a god that gave that helped give oryx his power like oryx the actual fucking problem of this universe you literally just shoot the worm god down and that's it mm-hmm. there is no mechanics to it just dodge it was, done t- in, it was done in a strike when it should yeah. have been a raid it should have been a raid and it should have been like, because I think it severely undermines the power that they have by looking, hey, this this worm god, uh, you know, the one that basically gave these beings their power, and one of them you just literally shoot down. Like, it's literally like, hey, he's attacking here. Don't stand there and sh- keep shooting at it, and that's it. Like, the boss is pretty much over and done with quicker than most bosses i've done and it's upsetting because zol like fighting one of the original like bads of the game it's like it's meant to be like a really cool moment i was super excited for it and then you just shoot the motherfucker down <laughs> and it's just like well that was is that it is that is that literally it yeah Ugh. 
But yeah, Destiny it, it 2 was is fine. a really disappointing strike. But yeah, overall, Des- like I do want to see where this DLC goes because uh, apparently, I still haven't finished Shadow Keep, but I still need to finish Shadow Keep. But the base is like, oh, the pyramids are the darkness and yada yada yada. To which, if you've played Shadow Keep, you can now understand that yes, the Hollow Moon theory is real, and there's a pyramid inside of it. There's something. I think the term is ominous. Ominous. Om- ominous. Om- ominous. 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 Om- ominous. Om- ominous. 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 That's what I said, yeah? Ominous. Ominous. There's something ominous about fucking dark, like, pyramids. Like, floating dark pyramids. That shit is like, that is evil. No matter. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's kind of like the, uh, the radioactive symbol. You see it and you instantly you see. Know. You immediately know that that's bad. That's a bad thing. That's a bad sign. Same thing with like dark floating pyramids. Oh, you shit, see that, was, that? You just fucking reminded me of an entire course that we had to do in uni. Yeah, like it was, it was, a, it was a writing course for video games, and mm-hmm. one of the one of the uh, things that was one of the things that was brought up was, um, say like a thousand years, like like a pit is created, and in that pit, a bunch of hazardous material is dumped. How do you keep people away from that pit for the next, say, 10,000 years? What yeah, when language is changed and irrelevant. Yeah, yeah. yeah, what symbols and languages can you use that would, you know, obviously deter people? So, like, people came up with, like, oh, you could put the radioactive symbol, you can write, like, a bunch of, like, languages on plaques and stuff. Yeah, but it doesn't... Like, yeah, but, like... Bronze. Yeah, but this is, like, in the future where everything is forgotten like you you need to create something which warns people you can't just you can't use language yeah you have to just create like language is basically taken out completely because you can write whatever you want in whatever language with like things like you create legends around it you create symbols around it like even if you just like put a bunch of like skulls and like dead bodies so that's what there. they should do if radioactive yeah. if you want a bunker of radioactive waste just have floating dark pyramids around and yeah. people will just leave yeah. it the fuck alone pretty much you build it underneath a pyramid no one will fucking touch it not then, even underneath you build it in the put it in the pyramid no yeah, one will then, touch yeah, it like you said surrounded by a shit ton of decaying corpses yeah decaying yeah. corpses and ghosts fucking ghosts yeah create legends and shit like even just put like a like a fucking fog machine that replenishes the like, <laughs> i swear i swear like destiny knew the meme moon's haunted and really it's like we love this movie so it. much we made a campaign around it moon's haunted yeah moon's haunted like, no, uh, i think destiny made the meme moon's they haunted did. No, yeah, I thought it, it was something. That's no, where it's no, originally it, from. Yeah, it's it's originally like Destiny's just Moon's haunted. What? No, 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 it's, no, it's a picture. Like I'm, I'm chucking no, in the general no, chat right now. It's there a Guardian was, and Ikora. There it was, was a Guardian. You're back early. Moon's no, haunted. no, no, no. That's me. not the original. There was an original, which was something the orig- else. Ah, oh, right. Hold yeah, up. Does, it was a, by a guy on Twitter. Here it is. Found it. Yeah. Didn't take NASA. It. Yeah. NASA employee. Hey, you guys are back early. Moon's haunted. What? Holding a pistol, getting back on the rocket ship. Moon's haunted. Moon's haunted. That's it. Yeah. And that was popularized by someone doing the uh, Destiny thing yeah. because the Hive had taken over the moon in uh, Destiny 1. Yeah, Crota took over the moon. And then they sent fire teams in and they got fucked. Like yeah. fucking Eris, Eris, Eris Morn. Morn. Yeah, Eris Morn, like, like, 
they were talking about like hey one of the fire team was literally pulled apart limb by limb by things that cannot pull like like these monsters cannot pull apart people limb by limb because they're so weak yet there was that many of them that they were able to yeah that sounds like a problem it's like just imagine getting your limbs like you yourself right now getting your limbs pulled apart like limb by limb by by ants or rat but like 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 something so small significant it's like it was like they wish they were fucking dead they wish they had a slow and painful death but yeah, imagine, yeah. Like, and then there was also the one that the guardian that had like his light ripped out of his body. Yeah, like actually physically ripped out of his body and feasted upon by the uh, lowers or whatever it is. But Eris mm. Moore is just like, yep, she went deeper into the Hellmouth, and the only way she was able to see, she ripped out the eyes of an Alkalade and then put her in herself, Alkalade, and it Alkalade, Alkalade, and just put him, put those eyes in her, so she could see. And I'm like that is rough i wish there was a picture of like eris morn uh eris morn uh where is it i'm looking off for uh before <laughs> eyes <laughs> why does eris morn have a third be- eye no, yeah i want to see a before picture because all you see is like eris morn's lower face and then the top half is like covered over because the eyes are there uh, but I did see a picture of uh, that. I doubt it's canonical because I, I don't I, think anyone's seen, seen. I think I'm looking at like the fan image you're talking about. Just need Eris Morn before. Uh, there is. Is is it this one here? Is this the one you're talking about? Uh, where are we in general? Uh, that is one of them. Yes, but it's not the one I'm looking at. But yeah, that hairstyle seems consistent. But yeah, like, oh my god, what the fuck is that? Who that is some that is some dodgy fan art. I'm sorry, Bungie.net, can you stop that? <laughs> Bun yeah, Bungie, can you stop fan arting your fucking own character, please? But yeah, like Erisborn Man, she looks like a looker, but she essentially had to become half high of herself just to survive. Yeah. Which I'm like, that, that is fucking rough. Like, and Eris more like, I think, like, the hearing what happened to that fire team when she tried taking back, it was like, no, we can do it. And everyone's like, don't, don't no, stop it. <laughs> May I suggest not doing that? Did, no, it was like, can you fucking not? Because we can't, if you do it, that that's on you. All right? We can't stop you. That's on you. But don't, for the fucking life of me, don't do it. So they did it anyway. Now Eris Morn is where she is now. But uh, yeah, fucking Destiny Two is great, fantastic. We talked a lot about it. What else did you, Alex? Uh, <laughs> do we yeah, want to cut you a week there? Forty-five minutes talking about Destiny Two. Do uh, you want yeah. to cut? Yeah. So Jade and I finished our Total War Warhammer Two uh, campaign. Yeah, we the, slammed. Uh, we slammed out a game in four days. Mortal Empire One. Yeah, Mortal yeah, Empires. Mortal Empires. It took us yeah. four days. Four Basically, straight days. We took over half the world, and then we were like four um, provinces. Yeah, about four or, or no, five six, provinces. We were sure. six provinces yeah. off winning the game, and the entire other half of the map, like 60% of it was all Empire-owned, and then the other 40% of it 
was in a military alliance with the empire. So we're sitting there like, we need six more provinces. Let's line our stuff up so we can take six provinces in one turn and win before they get a turn after we've declared war on them. So that's like a... That's successfully worked. That's a grind. That's a grind right there. Like having to spend days working on a single campaign. It would have gone a hell of a lot better if we weren't stuck for like a hundred turns on end repelling the forces of chaos I wasn't from our home base but it was a lot it was it was nearer like we were at turn 200 and something 207 mm. we won Game yeah two, on. we won on 207 like for a good hundred turns it was just us dealing with chaos like in some form or another like it was chaos corruption in the provinces and then it started then it spawned as like at like six chaos armies right next to our home base so then we had to take all of our armies, turn them around and go, all right, we're dealing with this now. And yeah. then Archeon the Everchosen spawned and it was like, all right, so we just have and to sit here. And immediately died on the other end of the map. Yeah, we just have to sit here and hope the Empire has this. They did. They did. They very much did. I managed to get a trade agreement with them halfway through Archeon's rampage. So that's how we knew how much the Empire cool. owned. <laughs> Because yeah. Alex was playing High Elves, and one of their th uh, one of their special things is espionage. So whenever they do a trade agreement with someone, they get full vision over all of their provinces. Oh, okay. So yeah, I could see all that they were doing. Well, now and I get to experience it. Now I get to experience it for myself because yep. of the uh, Steam sale. I managed to pick up both Warhammer One and Two and DLC and some DLCs for the price of one of those games originally because fuck that noise both Warhammer like fucking Total War Warhammer yeah. 1 and 2 uh, like $89 each I each I can't oh, defend Creative Assembly's DLC practices I fucking love yeah. the game and that's why I buy it piecemeal on sale mm. but I can't defend the practices because they yes. the reason why that, that like Warhammer 1 so expensive and why I think Warhammer 2 and Warhammer 1 will never change in price when if, like inevitably a Warhammer 3 comes out but they retroactively become DLC and that's you know they, they keep the value on that where it's like okay no, so yeah, because effectively Warhammer 1 came out and then Warhammer 2 came out but there was the thing we were talking about, Mortal Empires, which combines the maps of Total Warhammer 1 and 2 into one game. One, yeah, and one also game. lets you play the races in Total Warhammer 1 in yeah. Warhammer 2. So, yeah, that's why we specified it was a Mortal Empires campaign, because it's fucking huge. It's quite literally both the maps of the first two games combined. Keep um talking for a bit, because I need a We fun. are suspecting that Total War Warhammer 3 will come out probably early 2021 hoping hopefully early 2021 um because they have the developers had said something about like hey look if we do warhammer this one then uh we're going to be focusing on like the races we haven't done like chaos or some shit like that like the playable make a playable race out of it yeah oh the next one is definitely um the next one they're definitely doing and we know this is Warhammer 3. Oh, no, they're working on one other, I think. One other DLC. Look, I'm hoping it's a fucking Dwarves rework because they need... No, they no, need no, 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 no. So the next 
the the dwarves are okay. The next thing they're going to do, if if they do one more DLC, I'm not sure if they will or not. But if they do another one, I can almost guarantee it will be a rework for the uh, wood elves and or beastmen. Wood elves can fuck right off. Wood elves and or beastmen because they do need one. Still, the wood elves can fuck right off. I hate them. I hate them in their entirety. It's not my problem. Like, whenever I play as Bretonia or the Empire, I make it my sworn solemn duty to raise that fucking forest to the ground. Again, not my problem. <laughs> it doesn't sound like my problem. So, yeah, so Mortal Empires, done and dusted. A huge-ass, awesome-ass campaign. Nice. And is that your week, Alex? Uh, yeah, I mean... Aside from the regular lo front loading of gacha shit, and that was pretty much it. Oh, Jane, what about you? Alright, so I've been doing some. Uh, what I like to call adventures in real life. Uh, it doesn't sound like a fun game. Yeah. <laughs> Graphics are amazing. Depends, it is winter. Mm. Everything's kind of like. Graphics are still amazing. Grayscale. It looks like shit. Even if it mm. looks like shit, it's well rendered shit. <laughs> oh yeah, that shit's never looked so better. Never looked so better. Mhm. Mm I'll stick mm. with that one. Bed's been made. I'll sleep in it. Um. Yeah, but other than that, I've been playing. I've been playing like a bunch of, like I've talked about before, to, uh, Dragon Ball Fighters. Uh, I'm mm -hmm. sure I've told you people about that game. I fucking love it. Um, but you I've, I've been getting involved with the Australian Discord server and playing it a bunch more. Actually having fun, practicing new teams. In the beginner to intermediate tournament, I played that in that a couple of weeks ago mm -hmm. and came second, which Ooh. was pretty awesome. Um I've played in the tournament. I've played in that tournament twice. The first one I dropped zero to, like I lost, and then I lost in the losers round and just was out without winning anything. Uh, and mm -hmm. then I got into the finals onto the second one. So I was super happy with that. I actually made it into the finals on the winner's side, lost to the guy who won, then won the losers finals to read to go back into the grand and lost again. Jesus. So he beat he beat me twice. Um, it's felt like this casual. What? Oh, yeah, I was fucking. He's probably thinking you're a casual. Well, um, I, I got stomped in the first game. Just straight up, I got stomped. It was shit by all accounts. In the rematch, I took a round, and I actually, the other ones, you know, I didn't play like shit. Effectively, I got yes. somewhere. Um. And on top of that, just, I've noticed I'm definitely getting better at the game. Like, Raptor, who I'm sure I've talked about before, is one of the best players in OCE. And the other, uh, the other couple of people that are up there. Let me put it this way. I feel like I'm playing against them as an underdog rather than a training dummy. Like, I can actually okay. have a competitive match, even though I haven't beaten them yet. I'm taking characters but off them and you I'm feel actually that, playing you the feel game. You feel that you could... Yeah, if you tried hard, if you oh, if you practice and train been, and try hard, there's been two or three games with each of like the very top players that I've mm -hmm. dropped their last character to like twenty percent health. There was one touch, so I'm like I said, they're still definitely better than me. I'm still definitely the underdog, but I can play and 
yeah, it's it feels really good just being able to do that and just to be able to like execute, um, yeah, you know, just being able to execute on stuff that I've been practicing. It yeah, it just feels good. Yeah. Um, other than that, like I said, did the Total War Warhammer campaign with Alex. Um, we got Skullgirls, which is another. 2d anime fighting game which there's a bunch of us i think four of us like us three one of our friends jordan and we've got another copy so a bunch of us plan on getting into that but we haven't yet um i was finishing up borderlands 2 at the end of last week I, i've got i've finished the game i'm just running through the dlc um, okay oh that's the dlc is huge with that game like well i've done like two and a half of the four have you done the uh, the D and D game with I have Tiny not, Tina? I'm saving Tiny Tina's for last because I knew it was the last DLC to come out, and it's it's uh, fucking huge. Yeah, um, there's a lot of stuff in that one. Yeah, I've, I'm playing uh, Anarchy Gauge, which effectively just means you run around for three hours doing missions and building up Anarchy stacks, and then you spend the rest of the game shooting at the floor because mm. with all your ricochet and damage boosting skills, you just kill things by shooting in the general direction. It's great, actually. Yeah, because yeah, if you miss, uh, then uh, you essentially like. I think it's like a fifty percent chance if, of a missed miss, bullet to hit. There's a fifty percent chance that your bullet ricochets towards a critical spot, like a headshot. By the way, for mm. half damage. Now, anarchy for every stack you have, you lose one point seven five percent accuracy and gain one point seven five percent damage at max four hundred stacks. That's seven hundred percent accuracy decrease, but a seven hundred percent damage increase to a total of eight hundred percent damage. Mm. So you're missing all the time, right? So, but every second shot, fifty percent of your shots that miss ricochet for half damage. So if you're missing, if you're assuming you're missing every shot, which deal eight hundred percent damage, then fifty percent ricochet, so an average of four hundred damage for every shot, for half damage. So every shot you miss does an average of double damage when you're fully stacked. So that's why you don't need to care. <laughs> I'm assuming you can hear fucking Minmo go off a of fucking shot. No, actually. We can generally hear Dante when when he goes off, but no, can't hear Minmo at all. Because I'm, I'm looking at my like, Spectre graph while listening to you, and I'm like trying to be dead silent, see if it can pick it up, and it, it's the smallest bump is getting up there. Fucking <laughs> Minmo! Don't fuck anything, all right? Oh god, I've never had a female cat before, let alone like a un like a a female cat that hasn't been intersexed yet because we've just adopted her and she's young. And oh my god, it's fucking annoying. But yeah, do continue. <laughs> yeah, like Gage has like really strong, like I don't know. I feel like if you're not going for that kind of thing, then you're not using Gage completely. Yeah. Um, what else? I started playing a little bit of Vermintide 2 because I caught up with some old friends that I hadn't seen in ages and they're pretty into Warhammer. So one of them... Well, they both play Total Warhammer, but one of them is mm. more into that. So we're looking at starting a campaign of that soon. And the other one's pretty into Vermintide. So I started playing that. And that was a lot of fun. Like, I played yeah, Left 4 Dead and I liked it, but eh. And I just had 
uh, Vermintide to sold to me as Warhammer Left 4 Dead. So I'm just like, eh, I'll probably it, enjoy playing it, it with really friends, but not enough to pick just... it up. But then Briar bought it for me because he had a, like, 90% off voucher, and he's like, here, it's like two or three bucks, just take it. Mm. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, like I said, I started, and I'm enjoying it way more than I thought I would, so hopefully I'll play a bit more of that. And then finally, I've been playing a bit more Dark Souls 1 again. Me and Kenny are planning on starting very soon a 100% run so we can so actually get go through and get all the achievements, which will be pretty cool. Now, so that's what, a, what I've been doing this week outside double... of the stuff <laughs> I've been doing in real life. Mm-hmm. Um, so my D&D, my tabletop roleplay campaigns have started up again with restrictions loosening up here in Australia, though they're tightening again. And Anyway whatever they've started back up again we've made it work around the restrictions um so that's been pretty cool uh and i've actually properly got back into model painting which i've wanted to do for a while and just never got out of got around to it but i actually did manage to go hey briar i'm coming to your place we're spending the day painting and we did and it was fucking cool and i'm happy about it and i would show you pictures except the model's still at briar's because I didn't take them back, so because you gotta let them dry and shit like that. <clears throat> no, it was more. These were all characters for one of our D and D campaigns, right? So mm-hmm. I've got three characters over the course of how long the ca- what's happened with the campaign, um, and me and Briar both go the same. We both do the same. So we had the campaign on Saturday, and then I just went back with him to his place, stayed the night, and then we did painting the next day and we left all the stuff there because it's like look we're both going back to the session in a couple of weeks we might as well just have all the models there because that's where we're going to do all the painting because i haven't done it in fucking ages so all of my paints are fucked and most of my brushes aren't very great either and all of that also the reason we got these custom models for our um campaigns is two things Firstly, Hero Forge is a really, really cool website for making custom miniatures. Mm. And our yeah, DM see some stuff about that. has yeah. a 3D printer. And, like, it's still a personal printer. It's a small one. But it's mm. professional quality. Like, the Hero Forge figures that they print off, they also offer digital 3D printer files. And his printer can print at the same quality as theirs. Yeah, like... So... Like, my brother has one of them as well, where it's just like, a, it's decent quality, but small 3D no, printer. What what kind of 3D printer does yours have? Does yours have, like, the nozzle that prints from the top? I can't remember. I think it is the one that prints from yeah, the side. There's, there's, one that's, there's one that's basically a, a nozzle and does layers, and the other mm. newer one, I think it's called an SLI printer, where eff- effectively it's a liquid bath of the resin and then they use lasers to heat certain sections to harden it um Mm. so there's a little more waste but the quality is crazy good like i said i'm super happy with it and everyone's super happy with it and it gives me another reason to get back into painting so yeah i've been doing a fuck ton over the last couple of weeks now i think about it so that's oh, yeah. Be, that's, I also started going back to uni. Well, I didn't start, but I enrolled. So I also did that. I've been doing a lot sh- over the last couple of weeks. <laughs> Victoria seems seems to be fucking things up for Australia. <laughs> it is. You're going back to the asshole uni? of Australia. There's a reason we're on the bottom. 
So are we, but we got... Like, we're, we're a bit more further south than you. Yeah, but the difference oh. is you're in Adelaide. And why would you want to go to Adelaide? At least so Melbourne's have, like... like hey, that's what the port. fucking... Because we have less fucking infection rate. Uh, less You've got less infection rate, but more bokens. So, you know, ups and downs. Yeah, but you need to interact with them. And you don't interact with them if you stay home. <laughs> I'm kind of a bokenish to a degree. You're not. I know Bogans. I have Bogan friends here in here in Melbourne. Oh, I definitely used to be fucking Bogan. I can believe fucking that. I could definitely red, believe red that. Tins and, <laughs> red tins and cigarettes and shit like that. Uh, whole life has changed. So that's been your week? That has been my entire week. Uh, well, my week well, has been half. half explained already, except for one thing, and that is Dead by Daylight. Uh, oh, right. I forgot to mention that. So yeah, I've definitely been been playing a lot of Destiny 2 with uh, Alex and friends and that, and I've also been playing a lot of Dead by Daylight ever since they announced Pyramid Heads coming into Dead by Daylight. As you like, like a bunch of fucking clowns. Have you, if you may have heard before, Kenny really likes Silent Hill. I do, but yeah, um, I'm like we have a friend in a Discord who's like probably the most knowledgeable of Dead by Daylight out of all of us. I'm pretty fucking good And from what And I've we're heard. discussing, because we, he showed us a picture of their 40th, like the four-year anniversary thing, and apparently that, that uh, picture is meant to be a hint to where, uh, well, what the, the next, next killer was going to be. And so it's a skull with, like... It was a golden skull. We all thought well, it was going to be... Well, it's not, it's not a golden skull. It's a skull with, like tinges of gold that's leaking like black ooze out and seeing that me and alex are like we doubt it's going to be but if anything it might be higgs the bad guy from death stranding because he wears a golden mask that's like a skull mask uh and he deals he's like the bad guy that deals with the shit in the black goo and like Fucking, I think, like, Josh put it off comment. It's like, oh, some people are suspecting it might be Pyramid Head because of the shape of the four. And me and Alex like, nah. Like, <laughs> never no. Like, nah. Like, not not happening. Like, we, not in a million years. We we literally thought there was more chance of fucking, I don't know, walking on the sun than there is Dead by Daylight getting Pyramid Head. Like, it was, it was almost like a joke to mention Pyramid Head. It's like, not even fucking close. Like, why would Konami fucking hate people touching their licenses that they, you know, that they aren't making their games and shit? And then it's like, oh, by the way, Pyramid Head's coming in. Like, a fucking what? <laughs> and it's like, it's, it's honestly the best rendition of Silent Hill since depending on what you classify as a game because PT uh, Silent Hills PT uh, is definitely not Silent Hill because it doesn't exist but the demo and the bet the demo barely exists anyway uh, but basically going down to what actually does you know is a fully fleshed product uh, Silent Hill 4 it's been the best rendition of Silent Hill since Silent Hill 4 or Silent Hill free, depending on who you ask. And uh, <laughs> like honestly, like there's so much like attention was to Hill detail. Was divisive in how good it was? Yes, because Silent Hill Four is the whole like Bioshock Infinite argument, where it didn't start off as a Silent Hill game, and then was eventually turned into a Silent Hill game. 
Oh right. And so, you but can... does that but does that really matter though? Yes and no. You see, like, like the end of products, it's a Silent Hill game. It is, but it almost it almost has not a lot to do with Silent Hill. Like you can tell Silent Hill elements like uh like the whole Silent Hill and the cult and all that sort of stuff was thrown in at the last second. It is still much ahead. like a decent game, but it is not so much like a Silent Hill game, just in terms of what Silent Hill is. Because the game was originally made as like a room room three or two or something like that. And it's like put Silent Hill name on it. And like, wait, well, what? And I like, put put a Silent Hill name, it'll sell, it'll sell. So they had um members from Team Silent, the the team behind Silent Hill some members come over to room 302 and work on it as a silent hill title and that's why you have that silent hill like authentic silent hill sort of origin stuff because it had actual team silent people working on it uh the um, the pt that was the um playable that teaser was, that they released yeah but that that was the one with like the the one room or corridor that got cycled around in circles yes was it that one yes that one in which like ben if only Kojima went through like the proper resources to get that done, because I had the feeling if that was the case, then we might actually have a Silent Hills. But because since he did it all behind Konami's back using Metal Gear Solid Five money, there's like fucking scrap it. Every like that's why they want to remove uh, Silent Hills from the store because it wasn't like uh, officially signed sealed by Konami to happen. Yeah, and I'm not too right, sure was... and like it was basically it was basically a cover letter for Kojima right Be- because it went see look I'm good at making the games so let me well it's like it's not just that but I feel like he wanted to get off Metal Gear Solid since like Metal Gear Solid is what Konami's like hey do more do more and he was he wanted it done after Metal Gear Solid 2 and then Metal Gear Solid 3 happened. He's like, dude, all right, this is it. This is the end. And they're like, nah, nah, Metal Gear Solid 4, though. And he's like, all right, this is the end. Like, I really don't want to make another Metal Gear. And then he's like, do, some, do Metal Gear Solid 5, though. And, it, like, you can just tell he's had enough. He doesn't want to be known as, you know, the Silent Hill, not the Silent Hill, the, the Metal Gear Solid guy. So, um, yeah, so, like, if he went through the proper channels at Konami, maybe silent hills would be a thing but instead like we have dead by daylight silent hill which i think is as i said like probably the most it's the most attention to detail silent hill thing that's come out in an incredibly long time probably like since 2006 like so you have and it's a marge to the trilogy of silent hill 1 2 and 3 so the level is from silent hill 1 which is the midwich elementary school uh, the killer is Silent Hill 2, which is Pyramid Head. the Pyramid Head. And the survivor is Cheryl Mason from Silent Hill 3. Now, like, I was kind of like, oh, shit. Like, these the people were at, who are working, like, at Behavior Studios who are working on the Silent Hill thing actually know Silent Hill because uh, Cheryl's... Uh, adopted name is heather so she was heather mason but really she's basically a uh like a 
a part of uh how can i put it wow. well basically heather was the adopted name cheryl was her original name cheryl is the actual daughter's original name um from silent hill one and at the end of silent hill three heather's like you know my name's cheryl my name is cheryl yeah. just call me cheryl and you know that, that i think's really cool that they, they pay a, that much attention to it as well as like in dead by daylight uh killers can get like items and uh buffs to them that they can add to their character which is like a one use sort of thing and like looking at like the sort of buffs and stuff you can use for the pyramid head characters things like you know a videotape from sun like a videotape basically talking about like of oh, beloved times yada 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 which is the videotape that james plays in the uh hotel from silent hill 2 and then you got like the uh i think it was the seal of metatron and all that sort of stuff and all these like really like like things that like a real silent hill fan would know which yeah, is they, like they you obviously know it's paid attention to and they know what the game is and yeah. they know what the game and also like you could see and that the they gave like uh cheryl mason well they gave a shit and they gave cheryl mason like much more love than i i think any of the other survivors because cheryl mason has like obviously some like different clothing different skin stuff but then she has like complete character changes so uh you can either play as i think it ah, fuck is eluding me i think her name's lisa which is one of the nurses from sun hill one i think lisa garland yeah uh, it, it's lisa garland lisa garland yeah so yeah. you can i like it's not just like a palette swap or cheryl different clothing no it's a completely new character model of you know a character from silent hill one and then you have like um alessa galepsi which is the the main daughter in question in silent hill one and that's a complete character new character model with new clothes and shit so they gave cheryl like a lot of love as well as well pyramid heads like pyramid heads in that kind of area where he's not like stupidly strong but he's fun and he's powerful good... but he's not so strong it's just frustrating oh no, no it's not it's not even like he's just like powerful it's like they gave they've given him a new mechanic in which is like sort of like a sniper ability and um basically what you do like like it's balanced in a way it's like Pyramid Head's ability is he sticks his sword into the ground and he drags it along with him, leaving behind like a trail. And if survivors walk into that trail, uh, Pyramid Head will be alerted to um, their location and they will be sort of marked. And if Pyramid Head gets that survivor down who's been marked, he can either put them on a hook or he can just instantly send them to a cage the furthest location from pyramid heads location so so if i was to drag my sword along and someone walked into it and i got them down uh what killers would usually have to do is to pick them up and put them on a hook take them and put them on a hook whereas with pyramid head you can do that or you can put them in a cage which instantly transports them to a like a cage which is essentially just a hook 
but the furthest it can be from you. So it's like instantly putting someone on a hook. Yeah, but so it the, means people need and to it's got a benefit. Go over and like go the benefit is if your teammates, if that. their teammates are near, then they have to run all the way there to get them. The double-edged sword aspect of it is if the teammates are not near and they are the furthest away from you, they can just literally instantly take them off. And there's no map pressure from that point on. But the, his second ability is while he has his sword in the ground dragging along, he can flick his sword up and a good distance in front of him will be like like a line in front of him. Hello? Probably like, I'd say like a couple meters. Hello? Would just flick up. All we'll right. just flick up. <laughs> I just lost connection for a while. Don't worry, it's still recording. Cool. Yeah. Cool. And it'll just flick up and just like hit deal damage. Deal damage from a distance. And it's, it's a range it does it does a damage state from a distance. So survivors take two hits to go down, unless you have an ability to do it in one. Which this... that's like the exposed status or something. Yes, yeah, so exposed status and stuff like that. Um or some people have like a ability like Ghostface if he stalks you. Um, but again, and, it's the same thing. Like if you if he yeah, it's essentially people, he as but like a different mechanic. Yeah. yeah, but like so, attacking with this ability is essentially a long uh, auto attack. So you can either if if they're in a sort of weakened state, then you can instantly down them. But you you can put them into a weakened state if you hit them, which is like. It's not busted because it takes time to put the sword into the ground. Like, it takes, like, a second or two to put the sword into the ground. So a survivor sees you doing that, they will just do the weirdest fucking pathing, like, trying to avoid. And, like, I can never land it properly, but when I do, man, it fucking slaps. <laughs> and I fucking love it. So, yeah, I've been playing a lot of Dead by Daylight, like, a lot of Dead by Daylight. And I'm, I'm essentially a killer main. Like... Playing a survivor is the only thing I really do with friends, because the only thing you can do with friends. Yeah, but, right. Because isn't the the mod, It's one killer versus four survivors, right? So if you want to be yes. with any amount of friends, you need to be survivors, unless you've got five people to play both sides. Yeah. So if you got five people, you just have a private match in which one person can play the killer, and then your friends can play survivors. Hold on, I'm gonna get Dante down because he's fucking running up on my desk. Oh, there you go. Uh, so yeah it's, but like if you want to play by yourself in which like I don't mind playing with friends but I love playing as the killer and oh man there's like things like there are some things it's like an unwritten rule book of things you can and cannot do as a killer uh, in which people are like oh no you fucking cheap or something like that survivors can do anything they fucking want like survi survivors don't have that that unwritten rule book of you can't oh, do you this, can't you do can't this, do that. You can't do that. With yeah. The killers are like, nah, you're a dick if you do this. Nah, you can't Yeah, you're do a dick if you do that. And people are like, oh my God, you're such a tunneler. Even though like, it's gotten, like tunneling in, in a Dead by Daylight is essentially you focusing on one person and then getting them killed as quickly as possible to make the game easier to deal with. And, I just see that as a tactic. That's just a tactic. But all the also the funny the funny thing is, from what I've heard, tunneling is a bad tactic if against people who know what they're doing because they'll just go, "All right, he's tunneling them." So yeah, we'll just go the, and complete all the objectives yeah. while he's chasing this one dude around the map. See, like I don't tunnel. 
because I need to, because the main objective is as the killer is to stop the generators being done. So I'm literally just going for like a run around for the generators. And if I see you twice, like if I hit you, put you down, put you on a hook, and then like, you know, you're the first person I see afterwards, it's more of the time just coincidence. Cause like, I'm not, I'm not picking people. I'm like, I need to get hit them all. It's like Pokemon, but with slaps. I gotta slap them all. <laughs> so like, if you're the first person I see and you're in a position where I can slap you, I'm a fucking slap you. I don't care if I just put you on the hook or if you're someone brand new. I just need to get my hits in. I gotta get mine. So, and then like, oh man, you're telling piece of shit. I was like, no, you were just the first person I saw. You're just unlucky. <laughs> and then uh, it, it's great seeing people get like super mad as the killer. But then there uh, are some oh, things where even big. like... you're going to do that. I'm sorry. I was walking over here and you happened to be there. We're enemies. What do you expect? And, the, but the thing is like, even if you lose, like even the survivors escape, you still get rewards for it. Like you're not, you're not disciplined in any way if you lose. So it's basically it's meant to encourage better um, player behavior. But like, there's one thing in the game which I'm like, even I, which I'm like, nah, this takes away from being a killer, and that is the Mori item, which is if so, as a survivor or as a killer, you need to put survivors on the hook three times. Once and when they get put on the hook the third time, they die. Uh, with the Mori, all you need to do is put them on the hook once, and then you can kill them. So, the reason why I dislike that item is because it takes away from the game. Like it makes it trivializes the game as a killer, where it's like, hey, look, I just need to kill like some of you and put you on a hook once, and that's it. And like, I, I kind of like hunting down uh, survivors and that sort of shit. So me killing them after the first hook, I feel takes away from the game rather than adds anything. But there are some mores which like do make sense. Like, hey, you can instantly kill the last survivor. So like uh, during the exit phase, like if they open the gates, uh, you or I think if they open the gates, you can kill one survivor. Or if there's one survivor left, you can just kill that survivor to end the game. That's different. But there are mores in which, like, hey, everyone, as soon as you put one person on the like, if as soon as you put one person on the hook, uh, once each, then you can just kill them all. And I'm like, well, that sort of takes it away. But yeah, Dead by Daylight's fantastic game. Uh, Destiny Two is fantastic, and. I have a literal laundry list of games that I need to play. You got a um, lot of things you're looking for, and like we said, we're doing a uh, we're doing a hundred percent run of Dark Souls. The hundred percent run of Dark Souls, and we got a lot. I can guarantee you, we got a lot of GSB GSSBs in the lineup, as well as we need to talk to your artist, Alex, because I I'm I've got plenty of footage that I want to edit, but I need that picture for the intro stuff yep i'll, I'll give him a chat oh, oh and games. i'll get you that footage for the dragon ball fighters one as well yes for dragon ball fighters sitting there for a while and so just just to name a, just to name a few games that i got uh dragon age origins persona 4 golden 
Titanfall 2, Earth Defense Force 5, Penumbra Series, uh, Maximum Action, Total War, Warhammer 2, Ace Combat 7, Cloudpunk, uh, Pillars of Eternity. That's just a few. This list has got like a fuck ton more in there, but holy shit. I want to actually, before I move on quickly, I want to have a look at something. Steam Calculator. Because, like, if I see the Steam Calculator, then I, I'm going to probably shit my pants to see how much. Because last time I saw how much my account was worth, if I bought every game full price, it was like worth $15,000. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of gets to that, and you're like, mm. <laughs> so right now right now that changed significantly because of the sale right now uh today's game prices my account's worth six grand also steam came up with some like really cool customizable stuff for your um steam profile like uh chat emotes and shit like that mm-hmm. i i got a super anime fucking uh, border window for my thing plus like the one f- so like you get steam points now which you can buy like chat icons and shit like that and like emoticons oh, I forgot about that in which i've got a lot of emoticons like a lot i spent forty thousand steam points and still have more points to go on like backgrounds stickers uh emotes and right now uh, my Steam profile has the anime border for my uh, profile picture, and right now Valkyria Chronicles Four with uh, Mar- fuck it, was it Miranda? Minerva. Minerva, that's it. Minerva and the best battery this world has ever seen. <laughs> and Ragnarok. <laughs> uh, if you don't understand, watch the Valkyria 4 playthrough and you will realize what the best battery this world has ever seen looks like. And it's adorable. You're a bad person. But, nah, you're a bad person where, for letting me you, use that technology. Where did you get that anime girl from? Because I fucking, I want that now. It's in, <laughs> so if you go to the store and you click on the Steam, the, your points icon where it shows your points, mm-hmm. you click on that and you go on the left, you'll see how points work, feature items, items for games, community awards, avatar, backgrounds, points, badge, and summer profile. Yeah. Uh, if you click on, I think it's backgrounds? Yeah. Wait, no? No, it's avatar. Avatar, yeah. Yeah, because I can so see it It's the Akihabara accent. Akihabara accent. Yeah, that's what I got. It's from right. CSGO because it's a CSGO weapon skin. But, like, you can either get... I bought... Uh, the blue fl- the blue um, border border, border orange border neon border and Akibara except border the rest I couldn't care less about but like, Akibara is there. I bought a I lot bought of backgrounds as well mini, uh, profile background or profile like, paper that I currently got equipped this has changed how things are because for example you can buy the Devil May Cry 5 Nico background for 500 points that thing used to sell for about like 14 to 15 dollars on the oh, marketplace wow. 
Oh well, because yeah, before that, all the only way you could get it was through maxing out a um, getting it randomly off maxing out a um, bat steam badge. badge. So for like that weapon for that yeah game. Sorry. So yeah, like you get steam cards in which if you get like all the cards in a thing, you can craft a badge, and that badge will give you like some emoticons, some backgrounds, and stuff like that. There's a lot of Nekopara backgrounds that's recommending me. This is this is the thing that's I'm kind of upset about. You cannot buy. You, you cannot buy backgrounds. Hey, or, I'm actually looking for Senran Kagura stuff here. Oh, you cannot buy backgrounds or emoticons for games you do not own. If you do I not own Senran Kagura, I totally get or, why they did that. I, but I don't because I want some backgrounds for game for like some pretty cool games. But I said I, I get why I, they did that, not that I agree with them. Mm. so it's like yeah it's like there's some emoticons of like some cool shit that i wanted to get and it's like you don't own this game you can't buy this and i'm like i i literally got fucking like locked out from buying it because i don't own the game whereas on the marketplace if i wanted to i just can buy it but now i can't because the, because the steam point system they've come out and said it's here for good this is staying so now huh. you can only buy like backgrounds and emoticons with steam points that you get from buying games and shit like that and since i had a lot of stuff saved up from the uh chinese new year festival uh they pretty much carried game. over but yeah yeah i get i just get i found like a pretty pretty anime one and i was like oh cool let's get this one game ownership required yeah <laughs> that's what i was like i'm like i want this because this looks anime as fuck and i want and i want that to f- f- showcase much of a fucking not how weeb i am and how big my dick <laughs> is but uh no you have to own the game before you can do it so i'm like that fucking sucks but i, I think can't we should... find i can't find any senran kagura runs but even more criminally i can't find any fucking total war warhammer ones We'll look for some other Warhammer ones. They're oh, no, there Warhammer. are some Warhammer ones. Like you just a fuck ton of Necropara. So what you need to do is shit. up the top uh, where it says the point shop, it says filter by game. You need to click on that and then write the game in it. Write the game you want to look for. So like if I want the Warhammer. Oh, Total War Warhammer 2. Yeah, oh, Total hey, War Warhammer 2. There's a bunch. And, and you can see it. they all look like shit. Yeah. Mm, okay, Monster Hunter. Like, but those, like- those are the things you unlocked in the card sets. So I think you can still unlock them in the card sets. You can still unlock them in the card sets, but you can't sell them. Yeah, like I, I, I already have like almost. Wait, can all of can you sell them? Right, I'm gonna look into my. By, let's look at my Steam. <laughs> just just by actually owning the, the fucking game. Yeah, it's no, nah, you can't sell them anymore. Like. You can only turn them into gems. Yep. So let's get a shit background. I couldn't care less about. I want to see what I can turn into gems. What does gems do anymore? Uh, you can use gems. if you Once you get a thousand gems, you can put them all together to make a card pack of your choice. Oh, no. There's, there's certain card games have different packs. So mm-hmm, Persona yeah. 4 Golden, for 600 gems, you can get free cards. Yep. So you can essentially recycle. Yeah. But with cards though like cards you can sell so if you really wanted the game the points machine just buy a whole bunch of borders turn them into gems buy cards and then sell the cards (laughs) on the marketplace 
Like, there has to be some sort of racketeering going on here. There has to be some sort of money laundering shit going on here. <laughs> but yeah, that's a uh, that's interesting. Now, I feel like we can go on maybe like a couple new stories before we have to call it because we've been talking for a long time. <laughs> oh, so a little off topic. We'll there, go. We? We'll go on the the most topical stories in which there are one two one two and one two and a half because one's a good segue so first of all into the news what's the fucking news signal i don't know but it's the news just imagine news morse code going to your head uh mixer just shut down out of fucking nowhere yep yes so yes it did so mixer shut down but mixer the service is not going away it's just turning into facebook gaming which essentially is it's basically away. shutting down yeah it's essentially it's it's as good as dead pretty like, much yeah and the and it's a really dodgy system that went on because people who like work for the company like barely found out like moments before if not after they announced they're shutting down mixer and turning into facebook gaming like wait a minute that's that's uh that's a little sketchy my guys so like it was a fucking ninja and shroud uh had contracts with mixer to be on that platform i think for like a five to ten years or some shit like that uh they got their contracts paid out in full and were essentially like known to mixer shutting down before the employees knew yeah and then the then the majority of the employees so these people have been paid out and we're shutting down the employees are like what do you mean we're shutting down it's like yeah so like people now have our jobs and people who do have jobs at mixer still do have jobs don't know what their job is going to be because and this and i remember seeing like a couple of tweets about someone who's working at mixer it's like hey look like just to show you how uh, abrupt and all this shit was like there was a like we were hosting some sort of like mixer uh like a informative thingamajig about mixer for people with disabilities and stuff like that like that was meant to happen next week and now it's shutting down yeah now mixer just doesn't exist it's like okay thanks for the fucking it's like so basically like i've had this job for like a total of like three months or so we've literally just built this new division in mixer and now i have to tell everyone in this division that they don't have jobs as like Sounds that is like so a very, fucking a very awkward way to uh to approach and, that, and that's, well, and that's the weird thing it's like approach and now you see people like i've seen people of like videos of people just like literally bawling their eyes out going like twitch you banned me please take me back i don't know what i'll do i'm gonna be broke etc etc like please take me back yada 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 and uh, this that's may be because people like burnt bridges when they left didn't they yeah but like the way that i see this like i think there is a good like 90 percent of this is like 
insensitivity, but 10% of us is like real world. And that is, don't rely on this as a job. Well, if this is your- I wouldn't say don't rely on it as a job, but you need to be like, aware that, yeah. There are other jobs, there are other work that can be done. Now, this is also in the midst of a pandemic. So, all that sort of stuff. So, I can understand people going like, I can't get a job because of the pandemic and stuff. But, like, I've seen people do this, like, just who just have their Twitch account, like, before Mixer was around, have their Twitches banned, and like, please, please, I need my Twitch account back. Like, I'm going to go broke and starve to death if I don't stream playing video games. And I'm sitting there going like, that's just the uncertainty of working in this industry. Like we do, we have a YouTube channel, but we're doing it mainly for the fun of it. Like there is no employment or monetary benefits that Alex hasn't found yet. And well, Alex, yeah, Alex wants his sponsorships, but like, yeah, I'm not doing it, I, this I'm, for I'm money. I'm more than happy to take the sponsorships, but I've, I've got work on the side. Like, I I do waterproofing. That's that's my thing. Hmm. Like, like, I work a trade. Like, I don't expect to make money from this. I'm doing this mainly... I solely am doing this for the fun of it because it's fun. It's something I enjoy. And it's it's something that help like, entertains others. And that's just what I've always been about. Hmm. So, but, like, if I was making money off this, that would just be, like super like a mega fantastic like fuck yeah i'm getting paid to do something that i enjoy but if it all went away it'd be like man that sucks i'm i'm just gonna have to get a job then that's fine by me like like right now i'm working a job like pretty much working close to full time in hospitality on top of like doing all this other stuff like right now i'm also like working on my music stuff and that's like taking up a good portion of my time but i don't plan on making any money from this sort of like entertainment business i'm doing it because i want to do it because it's fun it's something i enjoy and then people's like no i have to do this like it's not like they want to do it they have to do it because they've burned all the other bridges they have no other qualifications this is literally their like all. they put all their eggs in one basket and it's like yeah, and i'm gonna spend now up shit creek without a paddle like yeah. my all my eggs are not in one basket like i've got a bachelor's degree in game design and i have fucking used it yeah i haven't fucking used it yet because the australian game but design... it's there well, but no, it's there. a huge indie scene alex what the fuck are you on about Oh, yeah, but fucking the indie scene here is like, oh, we want we demand like fucking three or five years and stuff. And it, it's it's fucked down here because of the Rona. Every, everything is yeah, sort of everything's fucked because of Rona. So I can understand people yeah. be like, Twitch take me back, sort of thing, right now. Yeah, but but at the same time, like, I see people's like, Twitch, you have to take me back, or mm. I will starve and stuff like that. And it's like, like there, it's not easy, but at the same time, this this. That is the unpredictability of YouTube and Twitch. Like, you're not getting paid to go on Twitch. People are donating money to you. Like, yeah. So, it's, like, it's not really a job. Yeah, it's not really a job. It's it's a it's a hobby you're getting paid for, but it's not like paid employment. It's because people are giving you their money as a donation. 
well, because they enjoy your content. It is it is a job that people put effort into. The issue is, and it's the same with any self-employment, is that it's just you can't completely rely on it because mm. it's not going to be, uh, what's the word? Stable. It's you can't there, there guarantee. Is, there is no, no it can be job stable. security. It, it, it's exactly you can be stable. You are at the you are at the that's, beckoning that's call of whatever Twitch or YouTube want. Like when yeah. YouTube introduced the whole Copper Child Protection Act thing, people that, were like that that's it. My livelihood's people. done. Like my livelihood is gone because YouTube decided to change the rule. Like mind, like mind you, it was a rule they were breaking. But they changed it so people making kid content or that could be seen as kid content can no longer earn money. And it's like, that's that's how it is on this bitch of a place called Earth. Like, you are at their beckoning call of whatever they want to do. If YouTube's like, we're going to cut a fraction of, uh, like, a fraction of the AdSense payment stuff, uh, because you know we need to have a competitive uh, thing for our advertisers, so they they can you know are more happy to invest their advertisement money into us rather than you know going somewhere else. And then um, hey, come on, fight down. See, we heard that. And, one. Uh, yeah, yeah, that one we heard. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's like they they can just do that on a whim because it's their company the fact that you're making money is like from youtube in the first place is almost like how can i put it it's almost like unbelievable in the sense of like no one really anticipated this was going to happen and then people started making actual livings off it and i was like yes 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 and then youtube started tinkering of stuff and it's like because they got to look after themselves and granted it, on that note i do think youtube as a whole is a fucking awful company of, or yeah exactly well that's that does make sense but when it comes down to it like whatever youtube wants will happen like it's like right now commentary channels and you know all those kinds of like uh drama channels that were making mad bank before and now no longer getting any money because of the change to rules about like commentary channels as well as before with the uh algorithm based upon like like when the out when the youtube bot algorithm started demonetizing people like when that first came in so many people just got fucked over it was like they were used to getting x amount of dollars uh, from ads and stuff but it, it's really like I, it's not just youtube it's that sort of business in which you rely upon the i would say the generosity of others because like that even i wouldn't even call it the generosity of others that's that's where patreon sort of comes into it like a lot of people move to patreon to sort of get their money from there yeah like but that is YouTube, still relying it's more on like the generosity the of others and whim of someone who really fucking hates you Mm. but it's like that's still you no know, you're still relying on the generosity of others for people to go to your patreon and you know donate money it's yeah, well, still, that's, you, that's you are 100 percent reliant now on donations and now yeah. that's changed to sponsorships people are yeah. now finding ways to continue making money off youtube with sponsorships um because 
the whole ad thing became completely unreliable. And now sponsorships are fucking up in the air because people are now going after yeah, people like, are going channel sponsors, sponsors, which is was the whole cancel culture deplorable. shit. Yeah, it's like regardless of why it's happening, just well, going that after now cancel culture is becoming a massive thing. Like we have now weaponized, like we we haven't, but people are now weaponizing cancel cultures. Like if you don't like this person for X, Y, and Z, if you get enough people behind, like people behind your movement, and talk to their sponsors, there's a good chance that like those sponsors will drop you. And there's been like some companies like Ridge Wallet and shit like that who I've seen like most channels like praise, you know, to the top of their lungs. It's like even through all the shit that like people have been going through, like people have been going through, like these people still sponsoring people like me. Well, not me, but like the YouTuber. And they're still sponsoring regardless because like they care about their brand but they also see when a fucking like the vocal minority are trying to damage someone's reputation or something like that by cancel culture and it's like so now sponsorships a thing but now people are going after sponsors and mm-hmm. it's like we can't have anything nice anymore yeah like especially like even today like I've been on a mission to delete like a majority of my posts from Facebook because Facebook has this thing where like, hey, on this day back then, uh, here's what you said on Facebook. And a lot of it's just cringy ass, like angsty teen me. I was like, delete, delete, delete. But now I can go through anything. Like if I see anything, like I can see someone having a problem with this and it biting me and it's like, eh, delete it. Yeah, at that point, just almost having an online history is a well, not almost having an online history is a risk. Yeah, and that's, and that's, that's the worst part about problem. it is like, yeah, people is like, oh, you know, you're doing this and everything. It's like, uh, for example, Gentle Marbles, uh, massive YouTuber, massive, massive YouTuber, uh, cancel culture culture was going after her over stuff that she's already done and apologized for and she's like made another video going like hey look here's all the stuff you guys going about and i'm sorry i'm there's no excuse i'm sorry yada 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 like basically making like a very heartfelt apology for video videos that she's done which people have taken offense to i now disagree with what i've done but i did it and except she's just gone I'm going to stop now. I'm going to stop uploading. I like I don't want to offend anyone else. Um, anything like that. I I can't in good faith upload anymore. Bye. And people are like, holy shit! Like, cancel culture's gone too far. When you can make a very humble YouTuber just quit YouTube. Like, you guys are fucking crazy. And it's like it is just seeing that shit. Like, especially if, like, on Twitch now, like, like, oh my god, there's this. So, which, my sister. Which brings us to another news story. Oh, well, yeah, it does lead into another news story, but I'll explain yeah. my story good, first. Good segue, where, like, good segue. my sister is a part of a speedrunning group on Twitch now, and she speedruns Resident Evil games. Man, she, she really, I mean, I know she got into it, but she fucking got super into that. Yeah, she really did. Yeah. And she's like, I think 
top 50 in the world for Resident Evil 7 for a category. I can't nice. remember. I think it's top 50 or top 80 or something like that, but she she keeps improving. She keeps letting me keep me up to date with all the scores. And one person that's in this community of speedrunners um well two people uh kind of were seeing each other i think i can't i'm not going to say names because i i don't remember the details in the finite but the end result was like he broke up with her i i believe and she basically went like he groomed me he tried to rape me he tried doing this that and everything else and literally started a movement against him all because she was pissed off that he broke up with her and she's like he raped me he did this and did that and all that stuff like the most ludicrous shit see see the pro- the problem is no the the problem is um the boy who crawled, cried wolf there are serious shit like rape is a serious fucking crime and a serious yeah. issue no one really takes that seriously anymore because everyone keeps calling it and everyone oh, keeps they calling don't it and people know when just, to take it seriously and people just let it wash over them because they're like i mean those directly affected yeah i'm saying the vast majority that hear through it through news there is a lot of people that just hear about something like a rape and just go and brush it off because yeah. what are they supposed to do but there's they also hear the about other everything way so many there's times a, like this double edge the double edge sort of this is people don't know when it's real don't know when the call's real and just accept everything as that happened because they would rather support someone they rather risk supporting someone than risk abandoning someone. Yeah, or it's like risk supporting someone who could have been raped, rather or who could have not have been raped, rather than not supporting someone who was. Because yeah, on, on the flip side of that, if you risk you risk supporting someone who might not have been raped and destroying someone else's entire life. Yes, but that that doesn't come into consideration because yeah, but as far as they see yeah, if you're that an person, idiot, it doesn't come into consideration. But well, if you are someone of intelligence, it, it will. It it obviously does factor to come into some. But no, even even of people of intelligence, like let's just say, how do I put it? Let's just say, like, you can tell me when to stop. Let's just say your girlfriend was raped, mm-hmm. or. So you, like, and your girlfriend's like, this guy raped me. You would obviously fucking hate that guy because that is I, someone I would, who... I would first 100% tell her, we're going to the police. Yeah, that's what you should do. That's what 100%, you fucking... That's like, what you fucking, should do. But, I, I understand, like, her coming to me, like, as her Yeah, I know, but, like, but already, like, you know, already but you're, I, you have a... Not, not a strong vendetta, but there is some form of, like this person i don't like it anymore yeah, well, i don't like I, I i don't like them already like yeah just straight off the bat like it even fine. and let's just say like it was actually false like she's done it because xyz reason and mm-hmm. i say it's false you already made up your mind within the first i would say hour of this situation starting of whether or not you like this person yeah so 
and for if it was re- like for it being real you'd be like i fucking hate this person you i want you dead yeah no if it was 100 percent real i would genuinely make an attempt on their life yeah but, but even if it was even false, if even if you had no information though you you will still be like i don't like you yeah. thus thus i don't care for you so like so their yeah, well, consideration that's, that's where, like sort of comes into like a conflict of principle because it, I there is not, a conflict of principle like them, i may not care for them but i would still want due process to be done but and this is when it comes into facts versus feelings it's like you yeah. you don't have the facts so all you have to go on is the feelings mm. and you make your judgment based on these feelings and then if facts come along then you can completely assess the situation from there but yeah. the problem with today's society is, is it's there is no f- there is no facts it is yeah, all it's all feelings it is or not there is facts eventually but when it comes into situations like yeah, hey i'm going to come i'm going to fucking... come out and say this guy raped me and it's like you need to go to police and it's like nah i'm too scared to go to police and it's yeah, like at that point at that point there i'm at just that point it, like, was like bullshit if yeah. all right this is going to sound terrible but if you have been raped and your first reaction is to come out to the internet to tell me you've been raped instead of going to police i am like very inclined not to believe you i i 100 will not believe them like if, like if they're if like if they came to the internet to go oh i was raped that's bullshit 100 bullshit it's all fake like fuck you! You're doing this for attention. Go yeah, kill yourself, like, you piece I, of shit. Like it's, you it's, right. it's like, like if you were serious about this situation and you wanted to come out, then you go yeah, to the police. I, I the, think. Or, I think exactly. Not, that's that's more your point. It's it's not that. Um, hey, there's an issue if you come out here. It's an issue if if you're saying you're too scared to come out to the police. And I get there might be reasons or whatever. But if you're too scared to do that then you shouldn't do it on the internet either. Yeah. Anonymously so if, you, if you're too because... scared to come out to police, but you're not scared enough to come out to the internet. See, if you're doing it anonymously, because mm. that's different, because you're not naming yeah. any names. You're just saying, I need to get this situation off my chest to someone. But if you're coming out on the internet in person to call someone out, then you're obviously which... not afraid of revealing yourself, which means... Or revealing again, who did it. Yeah. And it just goes, why don't you go to the police? Like, I can understand, like, there is, I would say, some invasion of privacy because I have to doubly make sure that this is real because, you know, false, like, rape claims are deadly serious. They are life-altering claims, whether nothing happens or if something happens. And again, due to the amount of false claims going around, there's this cried wolf effect where people half of some people are going nah that person's terrible and the other half are immediately assuming there's been so many fake ones around again it's the boy who cried wolf they're ignoring things that could be a threat because they've heard so many fake calls for it yeah it's the fucking they tell you this story as a child it's fucking don't tell lies because every lie you tell will cheapen the truth and that's not going to just affect you it affects literally everyone else especially when it's this big of an issue and now you have people myself included who as soon as they see like someone on twitter go oh i was raped my first response is bullfucking shit you were not 
Now I feel I feel this is a different situation to what happened in the movie business because when it's in the movie business, See, the movie you business are dealing with someone. Been, uh, to put it bluntly, the Hollywood movie business has been a shithole for a while. Yeah, and but it's like coming out of um, it's coming out of all the secrecy now. Well, this yeah. is this is what I, this is why I wanted to differentiate like the Me Too movement to what's happening online is that. In the like movie and music business, you are dealing with actually powerful and very influential people. Yeah. Whereas fucking Zoe Quinn comes out and says shit, people are just like like Zoe, Zoe Quinn, Quinn has can no say power. Yeah, Zoe Quinn's got no power. But like even the people she comes out about against have no power as well. Yeah. Like um for example, like the her latest fucking victim who committed suicide because oh, of Zoe Quinn's mm. like false allegations. Like which were then proven to be false, so we can very much say it was a false allegation. Yeah. It's, at that point it's like they don't care like it's they aren't afraid to come out because of what might happen. Like they're afraid they just want to come out and say, I'm afraid of this because X, Y, and Z. And actually, no, they just want to ruin someone's life. Yeah. Like they want to hide behind what is an actual like threat. Like what's happened in the music business. They was like, oh, that's the same thing here. This uh coder who works on the game, very influential person within his small group of friends. Oh, I didn't want to come out to the police because, you know, he's very influ- like that sort of thing. Whereas if you got like up against Harvey Harvey Weinstein, I think his name was. Yeah, it was Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. That guy had everyone in his pocket. He was super influential. If you went if you spoke up out against him, you wouldn't work in this business again. That's why they needed the Me Too movement of everyone coming out against him, because they had strength in numbers. But when it's just Zoe Quinn's gone, I don't like this guy, so you know what's this? I'm not I'm you know, when I Google my name, I'm not, you know, fucking in the news for relevancy. I'm going to just create an issue. And that's what she does. She creates an issue. She gets away with it. And she fades into obscurity until someone else then suffers because she's wanted to come back into the limelight for some unknown fucking bullshit reason. And that's what we can say. Trying to push a product, or like she's got like a new game or some shit coming out. Exactly, and that's why this is going to segue into a new one, where Twitch is now taking that power of accusations to a whole new level, in which if you have serious, where is it? Uh, It was allegations of serious crimes, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like if you are. If you've been... Yep. Twitch is banning streamers for sexual misconduct and abuse. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, basically, it's like, if you have serious allegations against you, we're just going to ban you. Yeah. Whether it's true or not. Yep. No, like, There's no due process. There's no none of that. It's just instantly a ban. Yeah. You are instantly yeah, like, copying... It's the a- same thing that happened with Vic Mignogna. Mm. Fucking... What was it? Monica Real comes out to Vic Mignogna with no evidence whatsoever, just makes a fucking Me Too claim, and then Rooster Teeth's immediate response is, "Oh, we fired him." And again, like, whether in, in whether the, or not breath. you whether or not you believe either side, what of that case, if you know anything about it, 
it still you still have to admit just how wrong it was to immediately take someone off their job on an unfounded allegation yes going into an investigation would be the right call making someone lose their job off it again if Hmm. your investigation comes up but the one yeah yeah the other thing is which I don't know enough about it but from what I've heard and from the little bits I've seen in some cases um the penalty for false accusations and I understand there is there isn't not enough and the one case I would specifically point to here is Amber Heard there has been irrevocable proof that she had abused Johnny Jepp after the short version of Amber Heard abused Johnny, uh, uh, Johnny accused Depp. Johnny Depp of abuse and Johnny Depp basically turns around and goes no actually you were abusing me and here's my evidence of fucking like audio tapes and shit mm. that he saved recorded. up recorded you know actually built up this evidence mm. which again is why these Again, this is why all these allegations also take root, is because, yes, he managed to do that. But a lot of people wouldn't be able to, so a lot of people actually would struggle to get enough evidence, which is also why I get why they can't make false allegations too high, because at the moment there's no way of telling. Of course, you could make it so false things that are proven false, rather than stuff that's just you know there's not enough evidence one way or another mm. but again it's a very messy subject and really not our subject it's, matter of it's not our subject yeah. as i said we're not legal professionals but we we yeah, vocalize we, we are, our we aren't legal professionals but we would we would like to see justice done because yeah like the one thing that i see like i if i can see this I'm surprised no one at Twitch can't see this. It's like, we're banning people from allegations. These 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 are allegations. We're not banning people in results of investigations. If someone comes out and alleges someone did this, well, no, ban. They, they did say some things if that happened off Twitch. You know, they're allegations they need to look into. But again, private investigations by a company can't be trusted i'll put it plainly yes some of them are good but they can't be trusted as a whole because you never know what the fuck's going on because it's a private Pri- investigation private internal that they're not mm. the, yeah, that most of the time don't get released like the investigation results get released of yeah we found him guilty so we you get that those results get put out but the Published, actual yeah. results of this is the info we got a lot of the time you don't get that detail. Oh, darn it. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, so, that's been a bit of a segue on a, as we said, oh no, we went we segwayed to another our area yeah. of expertise. Yeah. But, oh, man. It's just the world right now is fucked and it's only In getting so worse. In so many ways. In it's so like many ways. Outside, outside got fucked for everyone. Now yeah. inside's getting fucked. The, the pan- you can't the do inside stuff. Screwed over a bunch of things. A lot of but, there's been a hey, lot of 
issues within social and political structures and we're talking from the western world but on top of that there's all the stuff around the hong kong stuff which has still happened still going on yeah but like that hasn't stopped like the hong kong riots still have not stopped yeah they're still going but at the same time there's just so much going on that isn't ideal i did find out that uh sasha gray is actually quite the gamer Oh yeah, <laughs> and uh, we did and, find uh, that out. That was genuinely that was, amusing. That was weird because no, she can actually play games well, and I'm just like, what? What? Again, it's not. It's one of those things you see it and you expect the stereotypical. You know, I'm doing this to get get attention, attention. Mm-hmm. But n- no, that you look at it and go, wow, this uh. She's actually really good. Huh? She's actually she's <laughs> playing know, Resident Evil 2 remake and doing pretty well. And it's like seeing it's going like now that the quarantine's happening, like she's streaming more often. It's like, man, I wish I could do quarantine quarantine. Because <laughs> there's so much stuff I would like to do, but no, I'm a I'm a uh, quote unquote essential worker. Yeah, tell that, that to my boss delivery. who still pays me regular rate. <laughs> I'm so essential that uh, it's almost like nothing ever happened. Yeah, uh, we need to call it there. It's, it's we're bordering two and a half hours in a sense. Bordering uh, two and a half hours with a forty-five minutes talking about destiny yeah, yeah, and so another half hour talking about things we are totally unqualified to talk about. So yes, there is uh, our welcome back stream. Like we said, sometimes we talk about games on this gaming podcast. We did, but we talked about a game really, really long and, and in depth. That's all good. I bet well, you, you guys I talk bet about you, it. I know fuck all. Someone, about it, so I was someone who listens go, to mm-hmm. this, yeah, I heard. <laughs> someone who's listening to this would be like, you know what? I did not know that about Destiny. Thank you, Chris. Thank you for letting me know that fucking the two sluts in fucking Oryx's family are mischievous little bitches that brought the vex. It was uh, was Kotaku who were um, touting Oryx as a a symbol of transgender pride. Oh, get fucked! That's what I was doing, see? Me sitting there going, hmm, yes, I see, as someone who's played fuck all Destiny, is uh, I was just empathising with the audience for you two. So they, so you know, they had someone to, uh, uh, what's the word? Polygon. No, yeah, polygon, polygon is not the word. The Taken King's titular character is transgender. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> you know, he's a transgender male character. He's a king of darkness who had power to bend reality to his very will. Has been designed, designated a female birth and transitioned to male during a ritual that granted him his godlike powers, strength, skill. That is true, but he's yeah. not. It's not like. No, you, you, well, actually, it's, no. Not, it's not how it works. Actually, it's from not. what I've seen, it seems it seems like a reasonable thing to say. Yeah, if you're stupid, yeah. <laughs> or if you yeah. haven't played much Destiny, or if you haven't or played much Destiny, any, any because, number of reasons. And literally, it sounds like it could be plausible. So fucking here is like first first result: Taken King's sister character is transgender. Second result. Polygon's gonna polygon. Oryx is transgender, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> and that pretty much sums up the internet today. <laughs> Grimoire or get the fuck out. <laughs> That's what it says. So, but yeah, it's like the, you're you're trying to compare a 
human thing of transitioning from a male to female to a uh, character that ascended power because of a worm god on a gas giant planet. I oh, don't don't forget that like Oryx didn't go through fucking years of hormone therapy. Yeah, I was about to say Oryx invasive yeah, medical what, procedures. What, it was literally just you're what, you got what, now. No, what I Polygon think, forgot to mention. No, no, no. I th- if if I may, I think that the reason why that doesn't work is because it wasn't. I was born in the wrong body, I feel like. It wasn't that kind of thing. It's, you're now a guy for the purposes of this power, and he's like, okay, whatever. You get what I mean? It's Mm. not actually... It doesn't seem to fit that because he doesn't care. He doesn't have that. uh, Sex doesn't matter to him. uh, Yeah. Also, the Hive don't really have a uh, concept of how gender works because they're biological masses of not to mention like there are, there fluid. is a i'm pretty sure there is a queen with the egg situation i think i haven't looked into that much but like hive are born from like sacks that are just laid like yeah. sex is not involved like oryx is not transitioning to a male because being a male is more powerful no it's it's a part of the ritual that just happens yeah like they were all daughters of the queen or daughters of the king and queen and then like one's like I'm strong or I prefer the sword logic the other one's like I'm weak but I'm good with magic and the other one's just like I want to be a mother that's literally it but like Oryx doesn't transition to a male because he feels like a mm, fucking polygon's gonna polygon there you go there's a podcast title for you polygon's (laughs) gonna polygon Oryx is trans, you know, fucking, I want to see, if I don't see Oryx fucking at the Pride Month rally. But I mean, fucking, on, the fl- on the flip side. Let's cancel Oryx. Completely, <laughs> completely on the flip side. <laughs> Oryx, look, Oryx dies because he gets hit by cancel <laughs> culture. <laughs> His power is taken from him for the Mitos. <laughs> oh, God. But on the flip side, look. If that's who you want to look up to for whatever reason, then go ahead. It's not our problem. Hey, if you're like, do whatever hey, you want. I want so I just, uh, I want someone to be like, man, who I look for. I want someone to create an inspirational video of like, hey, I'm transitioning, and like, obviously, there's a lot of like hormone hormonal differences and stuff that creates like it creates a massive issue of depression. But I want them to turn and be like, and here's my inspirations. Point to fucking Oryx as he's like <laughs> looming over a world with like with his fucking taken hands, and people are dying in front of like Oryx is my inspiration. <laughs> his transition from young daughter to powerful, like majestic, uh, malevolent evil is is awe inspiring. <laughs> to go to go the from antithesis a, of the light. Yeah, to, to go from a fragile young daughter to a strong, independent man of darkness and despair See, is I'm just there's all a flaw in logic there, but I don't know enough about it to argue with you. Well, Oryx is a bit of a bit of well, a fucking you argue with polygons, <laughs> a bit logic. of a whoopsie. Oh, I got I got to read that after this because that. Uh, uh, now I wanted to watch Stardust again. That was a fun movie. 
What, I don't even know what Stardust is. But yes. Did, oh, let's just call it there. We have to go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Catch you guys. Catch you. See ya.